Welcome, everybody. Thank you for staying tuned with us through uh, an extra-long super block of Sanford and Son here on the Superstation. It's uh, it's Tuesday night. It's 9.05. It's time for the What's on Joe Mine team stream. Stay with us. We'll be back with special guest Troy McKee after you watch our kick-ass theme sequence. So long for now. <laughs> Evening, everybody. Welcome to What's On Joe Mind. We are a fan cast about the world of G.I. Joe. I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. How's everybody doing this evening? Ooh. <laughs> I guess uh, I don't know what that was, but we'll stick with you anyway by there, Mark. Uh, joining me here in the, in the top row, uh, our regular cast of characters. Uh, he's the former head of marketing for the G.I. Joe brand at Hasbro. And he's got a whole new title he's going to tell you about. But it's the hot show, Mark Weber. Hey, what's up? Nice to be uh, with everybody and uh, and to be gainfully employed once again. Holy smokes, that took a while. Right. For the folks who don't pay attention to that sort of thing, why don't you tell the folks at home what your new gig is? So uh, after, uh, well, let's, let's use the polite term. After leaving the display booth job last June, uh, I was a substitute teacher and a soccer coach, which was an absolute joy. Uh, my kids' school combined their uh, varsities, their uh, men's and women's varsity teams into one team. And I got to coach uh, a season with my son and daughter playing on the same team and on the same defense. So that was... A- your, your son is a senior. Your daughter's a freshman, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the one year where they would have had that opportunity. Yeah. And and she didn't play all the time, but Derek played every minute uh, as the captain of the defense. So anytime Elizabeth subbed in, Derek was on the field. And it was great when Derek would, because he was the, the only senior on the defense. Uh, and so when he would point, when he would point out things as kind of the, the quarterback of the D, he would be like, Harry, you got to be tight over there uh, on the wing. We got to uh, make sure no through balls come through the middle. Uh, and Bobby, uh, I want you on that line all the time. That guy's all he's doing is going down the line, and they all go cool, cool, cool. But when his sister was in, he'd be he'd go around. He's like, Harry, do this. Phil, do this. Elizabeth, what? <laughs> <laughs> right? It was like Co- it was like Copeland in the Fugitive. Uh, right. But but uh, yeah, she would. You know, she didn't take direction as well as the others. <laughs> and for the other guys, are like, wow, the, fr- the freshman girls really standing up to the senior captain. So yeah. that dynamic was fun to watch. But anyway, that was uh, that was a real joy. And then I was cadet, or not cadet teaching, but sub teaching at BCA a ton because we just had a lot of teacher sickness over December and January, and then. Lo and behold, an opportunity opened up uh, with an old friend, uh, and I threw my hat in the ring, and we kind of talked turkey last week, uh, agreed to terms uh, very, very easily, happy to work together again, and last Friday was my very first day as the operations manager uh, at Valiverse. 
So I'm working with Bobby Valla, who's a friend of mine. Ah, oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. It was a long time coming. Uh, Bobby and I were friends at Hasbro, met at Hasbro. Um, but we only worked on the same brand for one item. And it was that uh, Cobra Missile Command uh, San Diego Comic-Con item, which came out after I, let's be diplomatic, left the company. Uh, <laughs> but again, you work on it a long time ahead of time. So, right. But that was the only one Bobby and I got to work on at the same time. I was on Transformers uh, and he was on Marvel for most of the time I was there. And then I was on Joe and he was still on, I think he did some Star Wars, but he was on Marvel for a good long run. But I love Marvel and he loves Joe. So we were always in each other's office, bouncing ideas around and, and looking at different things. And and he wanted to know what was coming up with Joe and I wanted to know what was coming up with Marvel. So we uh, we uh, were really, really uh, uh, simpatico at Hasbro. And then I left before he did. And then he left. Um, <laughs> we both left kind of the same way. Although mine was a little more targeted and his was more of a, a group shot. Um, but then a couple of years later, he, uh, or soon after he talked to me about the, this, his idea for Valiverse and action force. And so early on, uh, I was probably working at toy state or RMS at the time. Uh, but I helped him out with just a little tiny bit of character ideation, uh, for his first wave of characters, uh, got to write a file card or two. Um, and then he, you know, his stuff continued to grow. Uh, and I kind of bounced around and then he's uh, Valiverse has grown enough that he's hiring, you know, some full-time staff. And so I'm his first full-time employee. And so wow. given that he built this, you know, out of n literally nothing to have it be at a place where he can hire full-time staff, even if, even if I'm just the first, uh, it's kudos to him for what he's built. And, uh, you know, I won't forget that he trusts me enough to devote some salary to as a full-time employee. And so my job is, you know, I'm, I'm only on day three. Uh, but most of the time, he runs so much of it that my job is largely to free up his time, right? So he can focus on his vision for his line. And... You know, if there's if there's more to it than that moving forward, uh, you know, we'll absolutely see. He and I always got along, so I think my uh, my eye for brand management will be helpful to his line. Uh, but what I'm doing right now is is really kind of the nuts and bolts of helping the company run to free up his time and let him be in his office a little bit. And I got I I, I don't have my office set up yet, uh, but I get to to hang. I have a big big uh, luckiest man image. I've got this fantastic poster of the white queen with her hands over Cyclops eyes. Really good look. Uh, so those are going up this week. Uh, and it'll make my office really my office. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. Well, you know, we've said it publicly, but it, it's an excellent hire. And so uh, good luck to to you and, and Voliverse and, and may you have continued growth. I appreciate um, that. And I know, think it's natural for Action Force and G.I. Joe to be rivals because they are both six inch and truly six inch lines at this point right. and competing companies, uh, you know, on, on some level, certainly competing for the same dollar. 
But, and I, I said this to Bobby this week, I really believe there's only two small slices of the overall military collectible fandom who are, there's a small slice that is, is not a fan of Valiverse and won't buy Valiverse stuff ever. And there's a small slice that are upset and won't buy G.I. Joe ever. But I think those are really small slices. I right. think the, the overall pie, and, and, and Troy's part of this discussion now too, right, is the collectors are just going to collect what's cool. And so if it's cool enough, it'll, it'll find its way onto, the, onto their shelves. So exactly. I, don't, I don't think it has to be antagonistic at all right I, I don't there's very few people who hate a company or a toy line so much that they won't even consider anything from it by right. and large coolness wins the wallet so and there's a lot out there that's really good right now so the competition is out there but competition is good for everybody so i'm uh i'm excited to, to have a dog in that fight right now uh and to to, to have a nine to five it never, I've bounced around a lot since Hasbro. Uh, and I like to think, uh, not my fault, but when I'm between jobs, it has never felt normal. I, I'm right. used to going to work and punching that clock. So I'm, yeah, I'm really, really happy to be back at work. Uh, and I'm always happy to get back to work, but to be at a place where I'm, I mean, I'm surrounded by Batman drawings and He-Man figures and Lord of the Rings swords on the wall and WWE title belts hanging around and like I'm 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 back in the in the treehouse kind of and that's that's really something so it, it has been a really good week. But, uh, Jason Thieves wants us to know that the closed caption uh, had that as poster of Emma Frost with hands <laughs> over Cyclops thighs. Right. Uh, so I, I, sure, man. I mean, look, we're not. We're not here to judge your tastes. Yeah. Whatever, whatever you think is art is art. So at, at some point, objective. at some point I'll vanish from the screen because it's, it's 10 feet from me and I'll bring it over and I'll show it to you. It's really cool. It's one of the covers. Yeah, yeah. It was the cover of astonishing X-Men that John Cassidy drew. Yeah. And it's, it's incredible. Even if you don't like Cyclops, you're going to like this. Right. Look, look, it, it, we don't hate Cyclops. He's just not as cool as Spider-Man. Well, I mean, I'm not I'm not putting them up against Spider-Man. Any of them. <laughs> <laughs> they need but, to make uh, a spider cyclops, and now we're rolling. Right. If they get to a dude who, who sticks to walls and shoots lasers out his eyes. And wow. those are some big eyes. Right. So yeah. I mean that's but <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, there are some other folks that have, have contacted me about what this means for the show. Uh Mark's not going anywhere. Mm -mm. So anybody who was angling for that 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 host seat, just stop. Yeah. It's, it's he's he's he, he he's taken root. We can't get yeah. rid of him at this point. Yeah, right. Um, this, is, this is the only job I can keep. Right. If if nothing else, that we we've hung on to him that long. Um. Similarly, we are not about to it, it, like what's on Joe' mind is not going to become the instant secret repository for 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 Voliverse information because we don't want Mark to get fired. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, why it was great having Mark's uh the, the freedom of Mark's schedule uh for special projects here and there. But at the same time, he's got you know two kids almost in college. So mm -hmm. yeah, I we we can't we can't afford to put all four of them up here in, in, in the uh 
not so spacious what's on Joe Mine compound. So we he uh, we need to keep him employed. Yeah. So anybody who's expecting a dramatic shift in the status quo at what's on Joe Mine, settle down. Yeah. It's not happening. Mm -hmm. Business as usual. We got more than enough to cover as it is in as, as fans of GI Joe. Uh, Lord knows it last year. How, how many of those? Uh, I figured we were going to mix in some of those tier list things about every six weeks because there wouldn't be enough. No, no. We I think we did five the entire year. So, yeah. and um, speaking of which, there's a bunch tonight. <laughs> right, right. Uh, a ton of news uh, to get through. So we'll 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 cap we'll cap it there. I'm sure Mark will have adventures to to share uh, later on. Uh, but also here on the program tonight, uh, in the bottom row, uh, he is the um, uh, a host without a show. It's Rack Time Rob. Hi. Now that's going to change a little bit next week. Next week, uh, yeah. Joe Slepsky will be with us as our special guest. We will be doing impromptu Rack Time uh, with, with Rob and Joe. And, uh, and Mark and I will just kind of be sitting on the side. So, Mark, get caught up on comics. Oh, I read a whole bunch. Okay. We're, we're, are, are they G, like GI Joe comics? And X Men Yellow and yeah. X Men Purple and yeah. Well, we got we have two spoilers. Uh, first spoiler: Duke Number Two, awesome. Uh, and spoiler for the uh, Sanford and Sud Megathon that was preceding oh. us: Lamont's a dummy. Still ah. a big dummy. And that chair always <laughs> needs to get carried out to the truck. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how many times you do it. That's always moving that chair. And then, of course, our special guest tonight, also in the bottom row, uh, he is the, the the head honcho over at Grindstone Toys. Hey, now. Um, I didn't say he's not the honcho. He's the Same. head honcho at Grindstone <laughs> Toys. It's a different thing. Just saying. Uh, that, they're, the, they're the fine folks who brought you this guy this week. Right? Uh, oh. Don't don't sleep on retro wolf trooper slash skeletron folks. Available uh, for order again starting tonight at skeletron.com. It's right now you can go order that figure. Right. So. I, I got a slide for it later. We'll remind okay. them later. <laughs> so um but Wait, uh yeah, but that that's that's Troy right there. That's Troy's gang that uh, releasing that under the Skeletron line. Yeah, and we will talk about that and some more other projects he's got coming down the pike. Uh, as, of course, Troy's been on several times in recent months to talk about Call Sign Longbow. So we'll have some Call Sign Longbow updates. We'll have some Marauder O-Ring updates. We, 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 we got stuff to talk about. We got, we'll chit-chat. No big yeah. look. But uh, we will, uh, let's, uh, let's go ahead and roll into community calendar. Let me find my, my brand new community calendar. Community calendar. Uh-oh. This should be this should be interesting. See, Mark, is that that's a chicken nugget. What the? That is uh, that is chicken nugget, Troy. Yes. <laughs> uh, our our friend Absorbids uh, was all set to make season two of Community Calendar intros, but then uh, ran into some legal trouble and um, subcontracted to Deke. Man. So that's that's that is the Deke chicken nugget. 
I thought you were going to say had some bad mushrooms and a fever dream, but whatever. <laughs> There's that too. I can't explain that, man. But you'll notice Ooh. Billy Idol was there less than six seconds. <laughs> less than saying six. otherwise we are banned in Slovakia. Right. right? Just, just a, a quick note for the honcho there. Less than six seconds. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, so we only, it was only Billy Ido. Right. <laughs> okay, get Billy, Billy, Billy Ido. <laughs> only long enough to get half a smear in. Right. right? <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah, Staff Sergeant C. Nugs now now drawn by the the fine folks over at Deke Entertainment. But um, <laughs> not enough time for Billy Idol to kick Steve Lawrence's ass. Right now, now that he's. Now that he's got a little face, man, I feel the need to put that dude in everything. So I, I, I can't. Oh. Deke Sarton Cnugs could. Oh, he could be everywhere. He could be Good everywhere. Idea. Anyways, uh, first up, of course, we've been talking about it for a couple weeks now. This Saturday, Toy Ohio Toy Show over at the Metroplex Expo Center in Gillard, Ohio. Uh, Five dollars gets you in the door from eleven to four. Uh, early bird is an hour earlier if that's for 10. Parking is free. Uh, your chance to hug Dave Draper, low. Yeah. Low at that show. They're not low. not not terribly possible, as I don't think Dave Draper's making the trip from St. Louis to or Springfield, Illinois, rather, to uh to Toy Ohio. But you can get all the tickets and information you need about their special guests. You can see them on the screen there. But if you need more, toyhiotoyshow.weebly.com. Weebly? Uh, sure. Okay. What's Weebly? Troy, do you know what Weebly is? Uh, I think that's a company where you can build your own websites. Oh. That, all right. That's my guess, too, but we'll, we'll go with that. But, uh, next up, uh, same weekend, but on Sunday, uh, that is after action refers to Roger Taft and G.I. Joe returning at Mini Collector Con. Well, I'm getting some vendor space there, baby. No, no, you're not. No, Mark. you're it's not. Sold out. It is sold what? out. That is from nine to three. Vintage and, and modern GI Joe toys available there at thirty five hundred South Goldenrod in Orlando, Florida. So if you're in town with the kids for uh, for some Disney vacation, you know it's a heck of a lot less to get in a mini collector con. They are it, it, mini collector con is not they they are accepting full size collectors into the show. It's just not a big show. But you can purchase little collectors. Right. You, you I mean, absolutely, because it's they are showcased there. It is mini collector con. I thought I was gonna show up and be like their king, right? That'd be awesome. <laughs> I mean, Roger is yeah, Roger's six foot six, right? Yeah. I mean, Roger's a huge individual. Well, I'd have he, to fight him, but right. He'd be he's wandering around with a mini collector in each hand, just <laughs> no, I bet he I bet he's just sitting in a mobile chair petting the cat, right? Yeah. I I, I uh I asked him if the cat would be in attendance and he was non-committal. Yeah, that's so, better than a flat no. Not too many people right. walk, walk their cats. So. Right, right, right. No disrespect to the cat, but in that picture, it does look like he's wearing a Mo Howard wig. Yeah, I'll give you that. Mo was the leader, at least. Yeah. I mean, the, the cat is... Um... He's about to do this to Roger. Point. Right. <laughs> That's why he's wearing glasses. Right. Yeah. Why got, got the lenses there. Because <laughs> sometimes you can't get up the patented defense move. Uh, cheapest Big Spender says, sounds like that toy show is size shaming. Yes, <laughs> it does. It does sound like that. But I, I promise you that they are not. 
uh, I believe there is just some misunderstanding as to what what the mini applies to, be it the collectors or the con or the collector con. Uh, your guess is as good as mine, but either way, that is Sunday from nine to three in Orlando. So if you're anywhere in uh, Central Florida, be sure to give that one a check. I, I don't believe there's any kind of admission on this one. Uh, they are on Facebook. You can catch o- head over to, to check out their page there, see if there's any details that we're leaving out. And I've lost my button. There we go. There we go. Had a little lock up there. I couldn't find the arrow Ooh. on the mouse. Oh, no. kind of need that one. Otherwise, I'm just otherwise I'm just clicking around and getting weird comments on the screen. Like like uh, Craig Cohan's big clown sees all. <laughs> Seems legit. All right. I would sure thing, Craig. Sure thing. Oh, hey, hey, not so fast. Whoa. Coming up uh, on March 2nd and 3rd, that is New Jersey CollectorCon. It's a, a twice a year extravaganza. Our good friend Carson Metaxas, you can see him there in the picture. Former host of the show for anybody keeping track at home. Uh, he will be there at the Holiday Inn Cherry Hill in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. He is there holding his Art of G.I. Joe book, which is available now at 3djoes.com. He will have some books in with him at the show. So if you want to catch him at the, at the big program, I believe he'll sign it for you. Mm-hmm. Lord knows it's a, a 20 pound book. So, you know, bring a sturdy bag for that one. There no supermarket bag for the art of GI Joe. Yeah. It's like a circus game game, right? Try to lift the book. Right. I mean, you see Carson's doing a pose there. You can see the veins popping on his forearms Yeah, because clearly he's, he's been holding it for more than six or seven seconds. I think that's actually one of those headless statues that you stand behind to get a photo. He's not really holding that book. Come on. Just a ca- cardboard cutout of himself. Yeah, pretty much. That, you, don't, you know you've made it in the big time when you have standees of yourself. <laughs> Buy my book. Right? <laughs> you don't. Uh, that's why you can't see him standing behind it, because he fits perfectly. Yeah. He looks happy, but if you if you really zoom in and look at those eyes, he's like, snap the picture. Right. Snap the picture. Take the photo <laughs> before I drop this on my foot. Right. But uh, you can get all the admission and information at histank.com or at NGC, NJCC on Facebook. Uh, they do have more guests than just Carson. He's just the one that we took a picture of and slapped it up on a slide. I uh, guarantee lot- Carson has the best and heaviest book. He's the headliner. Come on. Yeah, I promise you. He's easily got the heaviest book in attendance. <laughs> got that right. But. Uh, but again, if you're anywhere around Cherry Hill, New Jersey, uh, and and frankly, who's not? Because you're you're never more than a couple hours drive from Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Uh, you have no excuse not to get to New Jersey Collector Con, March second and third. That is uh, uh, f- three weeks, four weeks, four weeks, four weeks, four weeks, four weeks. Four weeks. Community, ca- community calendar starting to load up, folks. If you got shows. Sure to be sure to get them to us. Yeah. Uh, next up, hey, we got these shows here in uh, in North Carolina on February seventeenth at uh, West End Plaza Events Center in Salisbury. Uh, that is from nine to four. That is a five dollar admission show. I believe that one is uh, sports cards, toys, and comic books uh, on the ninth and tenth. I think that is just a toy and comic show. That is in the Kerr-Scott building in Raleigh, North Carolina. 
That is a nine to four on Saturday, ten to four on Sunday. Five dollars for one day, eight bucks for the weekend. It's a bargain at twice the price. Uh, free parking at all shows. Uh, catch all the details at InsidePitchPromo.com for any of the Inside Pitch Promotion shows. They do about one a month. So if you're around in and around North Carolina, got some opportunities there to get yourself out to a, a pretty good size toy and comic show. Troy, you're nowhere close to there. You're going to show up at one? No, I, I think I'm going to pass on that for now. All right. All right. He, he's booked, man. He's busy. <laughs> You're not you're not making the trip in from uh, Eastern Colorado. No, no. Come on, well, come on, Troy. Yeah, live we'll, a little. We'll see. Raleigh's not that far. I mean, uh, you, you are know. in Eastern Colorado, so you're halfway yeah, yeah. there. It that's only <laughs> that's only like a twenty hour drive. So <laughs> yeah, you're halfway there from you know, Hawaii. Nothing, nothing I'd get on an airplane for, but I can drive that. There yeah. you go. I mean, Hood of Cobra Commander seven eight eight. He went from Tulsa to Kentucky a couple weekends ago. So I, yeah, but it's all. It's always a good time to get out of Tulsa. <laughs> it's winter, man. Troy, Troy don't need to be in Colorado for winter. Come on. <laughs> leave, leave, leave the wife and child. Leave them a loaded shotgun. They'll hunt for themselves. <laughs> They'll kill their own meat. You can be in North Carolina. Yeah, it's Sasquatch season. The only right. one kill, they'll eat all spring. <laughs> Those reindeer, it's past Christmas. Those reindeer are fair game. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, his daughter blitzing and lunch. Right. <laughs> It'd be incredible. You know Dasher and Dancer and Venison. That's it. Mm. And my friend. Turning Santa's reindeer to the Colonel Snack Pack. Yeah, Ru Rudolph ain't so cool when his bright red nose is lighting up the night. I don't know. He has a heat lamp to keep the other pieces warm. Right. I, I don't know if I'd be eating Rudolph. There's something up with that nose. Yeah, he's <laughs> probably true. That, that that can't be good. That's gotta Rudolph be gamey. hanging out with Cyclops. Yeah, it's gotta be gamey. If he's lucky. Or one of the Batman. Yeah. I went there. <laughs> Cyclops is recruiting him to play for the Xavier uh, track team. <laughs> Anyways, if you're around North Carolina, again, February 17th in Salisbury, March 9th and 10th in Raleigh, check out the website InsidePitchPromo.com for all the details. And of course, AwesomeCon happened in March 8th to 10th. That's in Washington, D.C. at the Walter E. Washington Convention Center. Uh, that's the guy they named the town after. I've made that yeah. joke three weeks in a row. I know. I don't care. I'm doing it again. Uh, other guests include Arthur Adams, Hayden Christian, Rosario Dawson, Tom Kenny, Jeff Loeb, Michael Rosenbaum, Tom Welling, Ming-Na Wen, the Wristlock, Wes Whitlock, and many, many more. Uh, this is a big con, so make sure you're, you're checking out uh, awesomecon.com to get all the details. Uh, it's one of those where you, you have to pay in advance for autographs and things like that. So if you're interested at all in AwesomeCon, uh, again, get to that website. Joe Colton is there as a guest. She's not just there, she's not just there holding a booth or nothing. She is an actual honest-to-God guest at this con. Uh, with the wrist lock. So so be sure to say hi to them if you get the opportunity uh, to get yourself out to AwesomeCon. Uh, autographs extra for uh, Joe Colton's line if you're wearing a Rakondo hat. Right, I think just be thankful you don't get punched in the throat if that's yeah. the case. <laughs> yeah. You want to save money, fold that flap down, get your autograph, then leave, and you can resume your activity. 
do we have do we have a a, a lead on a a baby sized boonie hat yet? No. Ooh, good call, man. <laughs> no. Yes, good maybe. Call. We would have to coordinate that with Wes to just have it on the kid's head when Joe gets home from a run or <laughs> groceries or work or whatever, right? That's a that's a that's I hadn't thought of that, but he could be our inside man just, on that one. Just there walk in the door and there's the pride and joy of her life wearing something she hates. Oh. And I I don't mind plotting this on the show either because we know she's not watching. So right. So it's it's we can speak freely here. You have no no it, fear of reprisal. Plus, we gotta we gotta go in for the fake mustache. You know, that's not gonna irritate baby skin, right? Yeah. My buddy Chris, my buddy Chris, a giant Red Sox fan, once let me watch his two year old son, and we put him in so much Yankee gear and took photos while they were gone, and then. <laughs> And then totally undid it and sat on that for like seven months. And then I gave him a, a photo collage for Christmas. It was amazing. <laughs> here, he is well, Derek, here he is with Derek Jeter. Here he is wearing a Bernie Williams jersey. Here he is here eating he is the World Series trophy. out of a Yankee helmet. He sure looks happy. Yeah. Look, there's there's one photo of Gary Godso in a Yankees cap. <clears throat> and I still use it every opportunity. <laughs> that this show gets to to do promo stuff with Gary Godso. So I I hear you. He doesn't look happy, but he's also never looked better. So <laughs> like like I said last week, those pinstripes are very slimming for chunky That's babies. Right. That's right. Very slimming. So again, that is March 8th to 10th at the Walter E. Washington Convention Center, Washington, DC. That's awesome, Con. Get out, represent. Uh, no discount if you hug Joe Colton because sh she'll hurt you. She I don't recommend it. He might hug you, but wait for that. Yeah. Wait for that as a yeah. That's your that's your cue. And she also at your own peril. She also doesn't like weak handshakes, right? So there's a gray area there, right? You want to be you want to be right squarely in the strong handshake yeah. line, None unless of this you folks. unless you are welcomed in. Yeah, so right. Right. No, just touching the fingertips. Mm -mm. No, she doesn't respect it. And she <laughs> senses fear. That's why the weatherman is dead. <laughs> <laughs> she senses fear. Yeah. Oh. John Russell notes there are two things absolute about Jill Colton. She's not watching the show and she's not blogging the show. No, she's not. <laughs> She's been she's been better about plugging the show. I gotta I, I can't just throw her under the bus on that one. She's in, in she, she hasn't in, even been on the show in how many months now? But the, she's the cool, she still plugs the show occasionally. The cool thing is her daughter doesn't plug the show either, so it's apparently genetic. Right, right. <laughs> it has been passed down. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh my god. Her mom plugs the show all the time, though. Yeah. 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 And you, if you've ever seen her TikTok or Instagram, it is nothing but show plugs. We appreciate that. We're very big in Toronto and Greece. Right. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know what? More baklava for us. That's right. <laughs> is that the thing you wear or the thing you eat? That's the the, the that's the dessert. Yeah. Because okay. they're mutually exclusive, right? They are. I have never seen a baklava balaclava. Right, and you can't eat baklava while wearing a balaclava. Right. E even if you're Bobby Vala. See what I did? 
Ooh, the first one. <laughs> um, I mean, does it count as the first one when you're the only one that was going to try? Next news item. <laughs> also, March 10th, it's the return of Toy Man because they do about 16 of these a year. Uh, but this is nine to two. Uh, $5 gets you in the door. Early birds at eight. That's for 15. Parking is free. Dave Draper hugs are priceless. Uh, they are, uh, I don't believe he's charted for them, but they are priceless. Dave missed the last couple last year. So oh. uh, anybody who was looking out for him, I, I, you didn't miss him. He, he was not there, but, um, but uh, I did ask if he was good, planning on attending this one. And he said, if the weather's good, so you, there may be an attempt, maybe an opportunity for you there, uh, to score yourself a Dave Draper hug. Remember that is good for 0% off your admission. That Toy Man show out of the Machinist Hall in Bridgeton, Missouri, out by the airport in scenic St. Louis. I hope he can make it because I heard this might be the last Toy Man show ever. No, no, there's like seven yeah. more after this, I think. Yeah, there's more <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, doesn't mean this one won't be good. No, no, Toy Man is it's a two story building that they <clears> fill <throat> with, with vendors, it is never a small deal. And there's, there's, there's artists, there's there's uh, craftspeople. That, I mean, there's toys going back to the 20s and 30s every time out. You cannot beat Toy Man for just sheer breadth of product that you're going to find. There's jugglers. Um, there's fire breathers. There's Virgil <laughs> over there in the corner. Uh, usually just at Christmas. but <laughs> Virgil's in the corner. You know where Ted DiBiase is? Somewhere else. <laughs> I look. I heard. I heard Virgil wasn't doing real well. I heard Virgil was 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 Aww. sick. So we. we don't, right, I don't want to. I don't feel good. Feels like we're punching down on Virgil. Right, now. I, don't wanna, I didn't I don't know that. Do that anyway. I didn't. Know I understand. That. That's why I'm letting you know. All right. Fair enough. That's why I'm letting you know. Forget I said that. It was pretty good though. It, it wasn't bad. <laughs> but you know that that does open things up for Ted DBS. Yeah. Right. True. But he, provided he's not doing uh, doing time with his pal Brett Favre. Right. Or his son. Oh, right. Anyways. So that's Toy Man. Uh, I think they went from seven shows a year to eight shows a year. That's how good Toy Man is. Right. They had more, they're adding more shows. Uh, that is March 10th from nine to two. Make sure you get yourself there. Hey, that's it for community calendar. Ooh. That was, a nude, that was a nude photo of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because that would be like one of those slim good body things, right? It would be with right. the see-through skin. Oh, man. Ra ratings are going to suck this week. <laughs> with the Mark Weber centerfold. Oh. <laughs> My eyes! Yeah, right? You're doing that Burt Reynolds pose, but no one could tell. I was. Lens flare. Community calendars brought to you by Roma Collectibles, the official traveling vintage toy retailer. What's on Joe Mind? If you're anywhere around uh, central Ohio, make sure you get out to Roma Collectibles, the toy store. That is at 1030 Upper Valley Pike in Springfield, Ohio. You can see the, the, the store hours there. Wednesday through Saturday, 12 to 7. Sunday, 12 to 5. Always buying collections, big or small. Uh, those people in the picture there, don't let them bite you. Mm, yeah. <laughs> that's really the best advice we can give you if you see either of those folks uh, alert the proper authorities and do not let them bite you that is a, a terrible plan um, 
Hey, those are your your genial yet wacky proprietors of that. Estate. They they're they're very friendly, but no biting. Just yeah. no no biting. That's they're it. nice, community. but they haven't had their shots. Right. <laughs> That's it for community calendar. We should go. Remember, if- <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Jesus, it came out of. I, I thought for a minute that her hair was like a dome. I thought we were dealing with Mister Freeze. But uh, if you've got something for community calendar, uh, make sure that you. Uh, wait, where to go? There, there it is. Uh, make sure you send it to us here. What's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. That's uh, good for community calendar. That's good for if you've got some customs you want to share. You've got a, a letter for the post sock for mail call. Anything of the sort. Any anytime you want to get a hold of us. I mean, social media is great and all, but sometimes that stuff kind of gets lost in the wash. You want yeah. something that you definitely want to get on the show, what's on Joe at gmail.com. Do remember that we do reserve the right to edit anything you send to us or use or not use, depending on what we've got going on on the show that week. We do have some messages for mail call, but this show, frankly, too chock full uh, to work it in. So we will get there. Don't sweat it. Mm. Uh, maybe next week, but right now, maybe not. <laughs> right, right. Uh, also, remember if you're uh, if you're catching us t- tonight on the Facebook, uh, be sure to give us a thumbs up, give us a heart, give us a little huggy guy, give us some kind of a reaction. We do love little huggy guy. Mm. Uh, but also, uh, also take a moment at some point to get yourself over to YouTube because that's where you can help us the most. Uh, be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel, uh, do all that cool YouTube stuff. Leave a big boy comment down below. Uh, share us in all of your various social media circles, whether that's uh, Facebook groups, uh, Reddit posts. What else we got out there? Anybody still using bulletin boards? Maybe. Uh, those flyers, stamp telephone poles. That's right, right, right. Uh, just scribble our, our web address on a penguin that's passing yep. by if you can. Direct uh, mail good. postcards. That's Yeah, good. it's it's winter, so there might be a few of them. Um but uh, that that's how you can do really get over to, to YouTube, subscribe to the channel, like the videos there. That's we're, we're going to grow as much as you guys let us. Uh, most of you don't pay anything for the two hours plus that we provide you every week. So a couple extra clicks isn't too much to ask, right? Right. Clicks are don't free. Make us do a, don't make us do a pledge drive. Right. Clicks are, <laughs> clicks are free unless you're one of those shows that pays for like 8,000 of them. Right. And they cost, um, yes. But if you if you do have a couple of bucks laying around, we do have a link down below. That is to our coffee account. If you sign up for a monthly uh, subscription, whether that's a dollar, anything that's a dollar or more per month, um, that gets your name in the credits at the end of the show as one of our our regular donors. So uh, we don't we don't do a whole lot with special content or things like that. Uh, if if we got a hold of something and we produce it, we're going to make it for everybody. Uh, we're not into the elitism or all that, uh, but you would have our, our heartfelt thanks. Um, yeah, down maybe, with the patriarchy. Right, maybe maybe maybe, like maybe maybe first grab at some of the some of the prize swag that we do sometimes. Um, Diana Davis does graffiti. What's on Joe mind all over Los Angeles, right over the MS13 tags. 
That's good. Yeah, that's good because we're no hard to come of that. Yeah, we're we're a heck of a lot less violent than they than they are. So, um, how would I how would I get to that graffiti though? Uh, Andrew Galgan, Roma Collectibles. Don't let them bite you. Yeah. Good. Yes. See, there you go. That's good there advice. Uh, don't be surprised if young men with face tattoos contact you, but otherwise it's cool. It, look, wouldn't be the first time. Yeah. Wouldn't be the first time. We'll, 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 we'll cross that bridge if we come to it. Yeah. We're like, dear Cody, stop emailing us. <laughs> it's time for the news. First news item. Do, 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 do. See, he's got a, a swanky new gig, but he's still still not too good to do our, our dorky news sound. Right. I'm gonna get some work done though. Now that Troy's I got jealous. Some, now that I got some uh some more income coming in. <laughs> You're gonna do sound effects? You're gonna have a button? Ooh, that's not a bad idea. Remember thinking, only six seconds. <laughs> I was I was thinking about just working on the overall look, right? Now that I got some. <laughs> uh, one-eyed biker says, I usually catch you guys on replay, but I wanted to hop on and say congrats to the Honcho. Huge Valiverse fan. Can't wait to see what Mark brings to the table. There you go, Mark. I we, appreciate we, that. We gave Mark his flowers at the beginning of the show, if you missed. So we are not heartless bastards. Right. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, but if I we want to, if we want to continue the love fest, I'm okay with that. Right. I'll throw, I'll throw some love fest in there. We sporadically, you know, just yeah. so we just keep it fresh through the episode. Just a little anything, bit. Anything that keeps Troy from talking. Right. <laughs> he's our special guest. I think he's gotten 10 words into this point. <laughs> anything that keeps him from talking. That's a, he's been here before. He knows how. This yeah, is. yeah. This is not new to me. Right. <laughs> Troy, Troy was here for the infamous Mark Weber twenty-one minute episode. <laughs> Good one. Let me tell you. That's right. <laughs> it was tight, man. It was a tight episode. We set a record. Yeah. yeah like, like like a tiger, man. You bet. No, no fat on that one, man. That was a tight episode. No. And then All... Putin pandas. Right. <laughs> Anyways, our first news item is uh, on Kickstarter. The history of G.I. Joe number 21, an after-action report book, is live now. Be sure to check out Team Stream episode 293. That's the one we did two weeks ago. We had Roger and Josh on. That campaign ends on March 8th at 10.19 in the morning, so maybe just get your pledge in by March 7th. Uh, Racktime Rob, we got a time on this one. We got a we got a, a total, a running uh, total let's on see this. Here. Eventually, I got the words out to almost make a cohesive question there. Mm -hmm. Eventually, strung them together. What the folks who only listen on audio missing is me doing all these weird hand motions. <laughs> Take all that, right, Daryl Priest. 30 days to go. It is sitting at 85 backers, $6,142 pledged out of 8000 So, there three you go. quarters of the way there. Dad's yeah, on his way. You bet. Make a nice progress there. That's the thing about these book ones. It's it's yeah. very what if there's really only one thing to get. It's a book. So if, you, if people decide they like the book, they get the book. Yeah, it's no, this, like, is, this, this is looking healthy. 
they didn't they didn't make you sweat it out like they did with Troy on his, right? They weren't we weren't looking to we weren't seeing any last day huge totals as people decided, well, I'm gonna up this to an all-in pledge because look at all the crap I'll be getting. But um so uh Troy, where do you were you you weren't sweating out on uh, on call sign longbow? That one got funded pretty quickly. Oh yeah, yeah, no, we we did the initial funding in six hours, so we were yeah, you guys yeah, were, we were pretty in a hurry. Yeah, we I, were cruising, but yeah, at the end we were, you know, you're always working for that bump at the end because there are some folks that just like to wait till the end. Um, right, we were on the air with you were you were live with us when it was closed. That's down. right. We that's were, right. Uh, you yeah, know. But- you know where your bread is buttered. Be, be honest, Troy. You were sweating it for those first twenty minutes, baby. We you were like, oh, I don't know. Oh, oh. <laughs> I think I think I made a big mistake. The thing that nobody ever tells you about with a Kickstarter is that the beginning you get a jump, at the end you get a jump. There is this valley in the middle, though, that is like the most nerve-wracking thing. That's <laughs> Valley Days. Right. Even, even after you funded in the middle of the campaign when things have kind of died down and you just can't get anything going. <laughs> I, I are, they was, all, are they all going to take their pledges back? Why is this moving so slowly? <laughs> I thought it was really cool how Super 7 bucked that trend, though, with their Cobra Mothership <laughs> by not having that bump at the end. <laughs> or the beginning. Very oh! Oh, wow. That's rough. I was Ooh. mean. I was mean, but you were cold blooded. Rob, Rob sweeping the leg. <laughs> what sensei? Sweep the leg. That's it. <laughs> so, anyways, when we're done here tonight, if you need to know more, go back watch our episode from two weeks ago. You lazy slacker. Yeah, you should have watched it then. And if you did, uh, watch it again. Right? We need the we need the viewership. We need yeah. the counts. But uh, regardless, uh, head over to to Kickstarter and check out the project there to uh, History of G.I. Joe number 21. Easily the most important G.I. Joe comic. Uh, certainly one of the, the most important G.I. Joe comic books. One of the most important comic books, period. Mm-hmm. And we one that we are lucky to have in G.I. Joe. This is everything, uh, everything that there is to know about that book in one shiny volume. I want to give a, a mid-show shout-out to Cobra Saboteur, not just for saying nice things about me, which will always get you mentioned, but for actually putting a photo of me up as their avatar. Right, <laughs> right. That, that's wow. Mark in his younger days with the, yeah. the full ginger <laughs> afro. That's Mark in the 70s. No, no that was me in 2022, actually. No, that was that was COVID me when there was a long time between haircuts. <laughs> But uh, Cobra Saboteur said, I can only pop in for a second. I just want to congratulate Mark on joining Bolivars, who's his badass. I'm so happy for you and Bobby working together again. Let's go. Love and it. then uh, Devil Fingers. <laughs> Back yeah. when he was touring with Casey and the Sunshine Band. Right. You got you to keep that avatar for at least a week. <laughs> Otherwise, you were just sucking up. <laughs> but you know what? I'll allow it. Yep. <laughs> Oh, uh, Kiwi GI Joe Customs the Collection wants to know how's it going, everybody? Uh, good, good. How are you? Pretty good. <laughs> We're in the news. <laughs> if he's legit in New Zealand, what time is it? 
Uh, I believe it is 4 p.m. Thursday. That's not bad. Yeah. Oh, I wish it was 4 p.m. Thursday. Right. <laughs> Next news item. All right. Mario. A little Mario flavor there. But uh, Savvy Armor Toys Commandos Wave 2 available for order now. Uh, that is at hatoys.ecrater.com. You can see the four selections available to you there. Uh, we got Commando in a ball cap. We got Commando with mustache. We got uh, normal-looking Commando and other normal-looking Commando. I think they have different <laughs> hair colors. Uh, but, uh, again, check them out at hatoys.ecrater.com, or you can follow Heavy Armor Toys on Facebook. Um, if you're looking to pad out the the green shirt legions of your G.I. Joe, or if you're just looking to uh, to to... Well, I guess really, whatever you're doing, you're going to be filling out the ranks, uh, whether it's for for Joe or for say call sign Longbow, or uh, or or any of the other great O-ring offerings that we've got going on in, in the coming years. Uh, Heavy Armor Toys is right there with them. Uh, same same nice wrist articulation as all these other new figures. Uh, good stuff. So be sure to check them out, and uh, and uh, yeah, it, be sure pause. Pause the, the screen right there so you can get the website down because it's a little weird. But uh, support small manufacturers, high-quality merchandise. Uh, Jake Rose says, H.A. Toys, going commando. Well, oh. I, I mean, that sounds personal, but clearly it's right there on the placard, so they're not wrong. Not, not quite thick in the crops, though, but, you know. No. I mean, no. <laughs> but they, no, I, they come with both milk chocolate and caramel boots. I, I still have that banner ready to go right there. Yeah. Like that, that banner's <laughs> never gone away. Not not even Weber can get that button removed. Nope. So I'll tell you what though, if you let that trademark expire, <laughs> never, on it, I'm just saying. I mean, right right <laughs> there. I think I, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I just refreshed it there. So I it's, yeah. it's, it's not going to work too well. We are actively go. defending that trademark. You're going to have to once every six years. Make sure you run that banner. That is that is not going in the steel brigade, folks. Right? <laughs> oh my god! It's sneaking the clutch, bro. <laughs> Next news item. Do 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 do. I mean, hey, come on. We we you know we we did uh, allude to this earlier, but right there, Skeletron's <laughs> got their. Their four-inch and three and three-quarter-inch offerings uh, available on their website right now for pre-order. They are checking in at twenty-six ninety-nine a piece, four dollars shipping in the U.S. So you might be thinking, "Hey, that twenty-six ninety-nine is a little high," but not when you figure it in with four dollars shipping. Nope. That's kind of an equalizer right there. Uh, they are available now uh, for pre-order. Are they are they in stock or are they had pre-orders at this point? They they are in stock. Okay, not for so long. I, so oh, I yeah. was not I get was them. not crazy. Get them quick. Right. Holy. Also available are the three pack Skeledrones, uh, which got sent out a little while back. They uh, the three of them are seventeen ninety nine, and they are neat. Mm -hmm. I've got them over in the over in what passes as a photo lab at the moment, so I don't yeah. have them handy to, to show off. But as as we said earlier in the show, do not sleep on mm -hmm. this guy. It, he is incredible, and we'll take a I'll I'll fidget with him in front of the camera a little bit more uh, as we get later in the show. Uh, you can see the website there, www.skeletron.com, and that is as of uh, about uh, four hours ago. Those suckers went live. So get them while they're hot. And they're going to be hot for a while. Yeah. 
and and don't sleep on the skeledrones too because hardly anybody has just three right because it's more fun to have 33 or <laughs> 60 <laughs> like come on yeah i i only have three Oh, dude! Not for Buy long, more dude. stuff. Christ, children need wine. <laughs> I heard. I heard you only have one, and Rob has two. How'd that happen? Rob doesn't have. Rob. Rob. Rob's not cool enough to have one skeleton. <laughs> I can. I can see all three of them from here. So I did. He. He doesn't have. He doesn't have any. He only has one, but it's the Skeledron from Earth 755. So they're still totally they're still trying to dig out the Targat from the uh, oh, from Targat. the display station. Yeah, the one the one that <laughs> yeah. crashed down in head first. Yeah, I was going to help that guy, but I don't go to Targat. Uh, Skeletron in the chat saying Weber gets it. Yeah, there. Hey, look, you probably can't see it, and I'm doing a bad job of getting out of the way of it. But they're back there. Hold on. Right, and and those suckers are pretty neat too. There's a lot of posability there for for a head on on essentially a quadrupod. All four legs move, the head moves. Yeah, um, yeah. It's it's no small potatoes on that. You're getting your money's worth at three of them for seventeen ninety nine. Great value there. Lots and, of play. And the best thing, no brutal chest cut. No, clean. <laughs> no chest. Yeah, just clean, <laughs> lovely. Yeah, <clears throat> the chest is one solid piece. Yeah. I can't pose them. It doesn't have a chest cover. <laughs> What's important here is you're not bitter. I'm not bitter, but now I got a, I, I got a chance, right? <laughs> now I got to see. I got to see the table. <laughs> we'll He's see about that. Power. We'll see about that brutal chest cut. Right, Mark's Mark's gonna be showing up for work in a lab coat, trying to. Right. <laughs> trying to figure out new ways to make yep. the human torso move. A lab coat and nothing else. And just go, well, come at me, bro. He shall summon his designers by picking up an exacto knife. Right? Right. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's how it works. What are you doing with that? <laughs> they got bo they got box cutters. <laughs> like uh, Mark Mark II design also wants us to keep the plugs rolling. Um uh, he'll he'll be on the show before too too long i think we got uh i think we got mark Gerwig coming back march 5th he'll have some news by that point uh so so stick with us if you if you like the mark Gerwig and you like his two-seated shark which i think is our best sell our best running short on youtube mm -hmm. is him showing off his two-seater 3d printed shark um yeah so he'll be back in march people have never seen a shark you can sit in that's right. brand new. That's like a. <laughs> Much less sit in the back of. Yeah. It... Holy smokes. Anyhow. Uh, so again, head over to Skeletron. Uh, check out their fine offerings. Don't don't sleep on the Skeletron figures. That Last week was a week, right? Yeah. But my Skeletron figure showed up in the mail and it made it a, made it a better week. Certainly. Yeah. Uh, hard you, to argue that. If you want to sleep on them, you probably can because somebody else is going to buy them. Right. So, <laughs> so you have an opportunity here, right? No, no pressure. Right. The Skeletron people will not lose sleep can because someone imagine, else will happily buy their toys. Can you imagine the regret you'll feel though seeing your stuff in someone else's house? <laughs> That's hard. That's and hard. Congr uh, congratulations on that, Troy, because that is the first 
grindstone toys action figure to hit the market, correct? Correct. Yep. That is, yeah. So if for any, anybody who's in on the three point three and three quarter O-ring wolf trooper, that's actually that is a, a sneaky Troy McKee action figure in disguise. Yeah. 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 And, and a collector's item. Look, we we support uh you know the entire community we love the the collectors who have turned into businessmen that are turning out good stuff and troy is an old friend so we would never ever sandbag him <laughs> he, he's waiting for the curveball that i'm not gonna throw it's coming. <laughs> that i'm not gonna legit these are friggin phenomenal <laughs> And if you didn't know about them, or I can't even imagine someone being on the fence about this, but dig it. You're getting the gigantic gold medal triple recommendation from the entire What's on Joe Mind crew. These absolutely flat out rock. Go what's, get them. What's surprising is, is that I got to I got to hold these in my hot little hands at Kentuckiana, right? Mm -hmm. um, Skeletron had sent those out with an agent who I don't know if his identity is public knowledge or not. Um, but so I, I got, and, and I took a picture of it to send to, to Rob and Mark. And then uh, because I figured it was easier to ask forgiveness than beg permission, mm -hmm. uh, I included it on a, on a post to both Facebook and Instagram and nobody said anything. And I was like, Oh my God. So I hear here. I couldn't, if, if Lord knows, if you people were paying attention, you could have known about it a lot earlier. And no, you no. No, I think people recognized that they were just keeping it on the down low because they wanted to order more. Right? They didn't want Maybe. their friends to know about it. Either that, or they were trying to figure out how many beachheads I got now. Is it possible that agent's name rhymed with Feral the Beast? No. No. Okay. Just checking. No. Just checking. You never know. <laughs> No. Okay. <clears throat> Anyways, Troy's head's getting big. So next news item. Right. <laughs> Damn, Troy, relax, would you? Right. Also revealed this week, uh, the long-awaited, and I'm putting that in serious quotes, uh, McFarlane Toys Page Punchers. Um, the, look, these are fine. They're $17.99 per pack. Uh, Duke and Snake Eyes are one pack. Cobra Commander and Crimson Guard are the other. Each pack includes two comics and uh, just one display stand per pack. Not not two, as I uh, I just wasn't able to change the slide. So two comics, one display stand, for the record. Um, and these are great. If if you're just into little tchotchke type stuff, these are are fine. Um, it it kind of threw me a little bit today. Just the breathless exposition that was being handed to McFarlane page punchers right like the last time we saw joe's in this scale was sigma six and we panned them right refresh my memory were those those were even smaller weren't they were those two I, and a half i think in some cases yeah but yeah i mean the community really hasn't had anything to scratch that three inch figure itch <laughs> like ever uh, right <laughs> right i i That's just ask yeah i mean they're they're um I, I, I just, I, if you like these, fine. I, I don't understand the appeal. Uh, I don't, I don't under, because obviously the, the main draw for me on this would be the comics, right? Right. And I've already got those, so I don't need reprints of them. Yeah. Um, the, the figures are just kind of things to get lost. Uh, help me out. Do you guys see more in this, oh. these that I do? 
I think, well, Diana is making a great point over in, in the comments. And rather than just steal it from her outright. I'll put it up on look, the screen there. Yeah. They're the only people putting anything out that might be kid focused. Right. Fair enough. So I, I hope you know, as a, as a fan of the overall brand, you should root for everything to do well. Right. So I hope this does well. I think it would have a better chance if the actual brand was going after this demographic. But if McFarlane wants to give it a shot, yeah, for 18 bucks, sure. Uh, to, to read the comment for the, the folks who don't watch the video version of the oh, show, yeah. uh, two comics and toys for $19 with a way to get comics into kids' hands isn't bad. Nope. So, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. That That is a, uh, a perspective I was not considering. I, I think, I mean, basically, that's kind of what Todd McFarlane's focus on the Page Punchers line is. He's he's not just, he, he's looking to expand the comic market, too, since, you know, he has, you know, a footprint there. Sure. I, I just, I was wondering about that because Page Punchers have been different things for McFarlane, too. Like, it, it's right now we're settling into books with tiny figures, but it's also been books with big figures. Yeah. And, and clearly, if you've got a, a big, fully articulated figure with a comic book it's the big articulated figure that's the focus and not this mm -hmm. but now we've got little teeny figures with the book and i guess that's great for the book but I, again i i guess it's it just hits me a little bit like putting the horse before the cart yeah like, he's done, uh, he's done I, dc I, he's done I, dc three inch figures with the comics too so yeah yeah but I, I just, uh, I maintain that the if you really wanted to get GI Joe in front of a young audience, you would put together some kind of animation project for it. And I'm, I'll, I'll continue to just beat that cowbell. Uh, I know nobody's listening to it that matters, but come on, guys. Uh, not you guys, but you know, but folks if, that can put folks that can put together animated projects, guys. Right. If comics today are what four dollars on average, right? Right. You're getting two full, you know, full scale comics, so that's eight of the eighteen dollars. Yeah. You're getting two figures for ten bucks. They're, I mean, they are what they are, but what kind of figure are you getting for five dollars these days? Right. So they don't do much, and they don't they don't have much as as far as you know weapons or accessories, but they don't look bad. So no. Okay. I hope I hope they do well. I, I don't need them in my collection, but I hope they do great. Right. Right. And the comic stand is kind of nice. Mm -hmm. that, that, that's kind of neat. I could see I could see some folks picking them up just to get the yeah. GI GI Joe specific comic stand. Yep. And um, if you're throw, if you're throwing the rest of them away, that stand is only 18 bucks. Uh Jim on Sports asks more cowbell. We he's should probably fever. ban that guy. Yeah, he's no, he's up to no good. That's five that, minutes. That guy's got a fever. He gets five minutes in the penalty box with Stinky. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tempted to put him in timeout, but I... Uh, Let me ban him. Let me ban him. I'm good at that. I haven't got all the Irizarys yet. Uh-oh. What happened to Troy? Oh, no, hey! I banned no. him. I banned him. Mark broke Troy. Ah, oh. <laughs> what happened, Troy? Well, I just had a cough. All right. You know, you can there, just mute the microphone for that, right? That's your cough button? You, turn, you hang up? 
now that just turns off the screen. You can turn the screen off. So he he, he coughed so he coughed so hard that it uh, took him completely out of the picture. No, I think he coughed himself into the future. That's awesome. <laughs> what a terrible mutant power! <laughs> it's like Captain Adam. All of a sudden, Cyclops ain't so lame. <laughs> no, he's still pretty lame. Come on. <laughs> You know, there's another version of him where he shaved half of his head and grew the other hair long. It was incredible. Maybe you like that version better. I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess not, but sure. For the sake of argument, sure. I love how everyone goes on about the age of apocalypse variants. I'm like, these things look like crap. Yeah, Figure six pack says I need to control the banhammer. It's getting out of control. I didn't even do anything that time. Right. Oh. But uh, next news item. Do do do. Hey, now we're getting into the the main main stuff here. Uh, Super Seven revealed images of Ultimates Wave Six. Their pre-orders are open now at finer retailers online everywhere. Uh, they are coming in at fifty four ninety nine a piece, give or take, just like everything else in the Ultimates line. They are expected in October. Uh, you can see there. There's there are the three ladies. Uh, appearing as they did in Deke cartoons, uh, much like Chicken Nugget Guy, mm-hmm. uh, C- uh, or Staff Sergeant C Nugs. I gotta, I gotta get like he's so cute now that I can't. I'm not even used to calling him Staff Sergeant C Nugs anymore. But uh, first up, of course, the Baroness, uh, who they used in all the promotional shot. Uh, I thought it was weird that putting the Baroness in a in a deer skull was the way they went, but I guess. It, it did get the point across. No, people are people are searching for horny baroness, and that's what they get. That's what they get. Yep. Uh, it comes with extra hands and extra head. Uh, the wearable deer skull. Uh, that is from um, Operation Dragonfire. Uh, she's got a pistol. She's got a submachine gun. She's got Cobra Commander in snake form, and she has a distinct distaste for Zorana. Yeah. Um. But uh, these are cool, right? Like you've already got the parts made, so. So why not on these, right? Um, <sighs> look, I I know it's Deke. Nobody likes Deke, but yeah, it, it, you have to pay for the you have to pay for the mold somehow. They might as well earn their keep by doing yeah, some yeah. cheap repaints. Hey, I bet so, these are not going to be deep production runs. So <laughs> no, I I have a feeling that these these are going to be kind of kind of short. Yeah. 20 years from now, these are the valuable ones. So if you're a speculator. Eh. Right. But, but, it, but it, it is cool it, to see the Baroness in blue, right? Like, right, that's, right. That's not an awful look. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah they're, they're fun for what they are. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Troy? Have you been getting any of the, the Super 7 stuff? You know, I haven't I haven't been buying any of the Ultimate stuff just because it's, it's in a different scale than what I'm used to. I've picked up a couple of the reaction figures here and there, but I just I, I haven't pulled the trigger on these. They look great, and I I kind of you know like the Deke stuff. At least it's you know interesting to me, but not not something I'm I'm clamoring for. <clears throat> right. I, I I mean, if you're a Baroness fan, this is a pretty good Baroness. So yeah, I have the I have the bat right an Ultimate's bat. It's a good figure, right? But I got it at the time because Hasbro hadn't announced the bat yet, so. I like what they're doing here, uh, but I don't know. It's you know, it is it is kind of uncharted territory, right? This is 
uh, you know, Fresh Hunting Grounds, the Deke series. But guess what? Everyone hated Deke. Well, so everybody doing the Deke versions of characters people like. Right? <laughs> everybody hates Deke that we talk to, but there's a lot of folks younger than us that Deke that's is what so they knew. Yeah. I, I guess so. that's fair. But it's kind of like getting the Highlander license, right? Eventually you're doing Highlander 2. And everybody's right. like, yeah. Or, or a show or a show we just found out about the other day, Highlander Animated. Oh, <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> it, um, we didn't stick around for much, but it, it <laughs> certainly was. It, it appeared it appeared to be very French in origin. <laughs> but, uh, very. Even more French than Christopher Lambert. <laughs> but... Um, Let's see, Firefly says he'll be all over Chef Destro and Chef Battle Arbor Cobra Commander. <laughs> Look, that was one of the moments from that show that actually made me chuckle out loud. When when you're hearing Cobra Commander singing Someone's in the Kitchen with Cobra, it just it just just not not as a centerpiece or anything, just as kind of background noise. You could tell he did that off script and it cracked me up. But all right, that I may need to say. <laughs> that was good stuff. Uh, also in here in Wave Six, Lady J in her purple gear, uh, which looks just like Lady J in her regular gear, except she's got purple gloves and boots. Uh, she's got three sets of extra hands. She's got two extra heads. I believe she's got uh, pensive head. She's got smiling head, and she's got radio head. Which one's smiling? Uh, the one I think the one she's in is kind of happier. I guess uh, she's got Baroness's rifle from 1984. She's got a knife. She's got two of her javelins, and she's got a canteen that is clearly filled with scotch. Why does she have the Baroness's rifle? I don't know. Unless she's just being a bitch. I mean, maybe, maybe she maybe. stole it. How are you going to steal a rifle from a sister? Come on. Hey, that Baroness is a hussy. I guess she was all. Yeah, she was all making the moves on Flint. Maybe that's why her happy face ain't so happy. That could be. Could be. Um, but if you'll remember in, in the Deke run, uh, Lady J was more flirtatious with Captain Gridiron than she was with Flint. Oh, yeah. Like Flint, Flint had moved on to Eco Force. He was, you never saw Flint and Lady J together in a Deke cartoon. Well, quarterback always a uh, Firefly notes that D-Day Alcatraz is the episode with singing Cobra Commander. Still Chris Lotta too. So funny stuff. And um, and then, of course, that, that wave rounds out with Scarlet in her purple togs. Something about purple. Uh, she's got three sets of extra hands. She's got two extra heads. Uh, she, much like Lady J, she's got a regular head and pensive head and radio head. Uh, she's got a rifle. She's got a pistol. She's got a knife. Uh, she's got a credit card for shopping. Come on. And she's got some lazy 90s sexism. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, Scarlet, like Lady J, as character-wise, was not betrayed too much by the Deke series. Uh, Scarlet was the one that they decided to really girl up on, and I use the term "girl up" in quotes. And that suddenly she was only interested in in shopping and makeup and girl things. Oh, uh, which yeah, yeah, of all of all of the ladies on the Joe team, that's just not the one, right? Yeah. But uh, again, she's got a credit card, so. Um, those of you with bad credit, this maybe this Scarlet is for you. Man. It is kind of the Laker Girls variant, right? Like uh, Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. If you do order the entire wave, you do get a weapons pack, which has the more standard weapons that we're used to uh, associating with these. It's got Scarlet's crossbow and, and a quiver. It's got Lady J's javelin launcher, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, so, yeah, it, I mean, it's fun. It's it's fun stuff. I I cannot. I'm not going to defend the quality of Deke cartoons because Lord knows Deke did make some good cartoons, but GI Joe wasn't one of them. Mm -hmm. Um. And uh, yeah. So if you buy all three, you get the weapons they should have included with them. Correct. Yes. That's a weird marketing. We have to get Blade J. That's a weird marketing strategy. Kinda. I'm taking notes. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. You've got all the marketing you need, Troy. Your (laughs) stuff is sticking the crotch. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, so is Scarlet, apparently. But, um, I mean, Troy's got the what's on Joe mind at launch and close. That's what he's got. <laughs> Look at the success he's had. <laughs> Try not to tell anyone. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, again, I don't want to, I don't want to be dismissive because again, for some folks, Deke is their GI Joe and everything that came afterwards is the stuff that's wrong or weird or different. Uh, so, but, um. But yeah, there was there was some lazy writing on Deke cartoons. We'll just leave it at that. They don't they didn't age as well as their Sunbow counterparts. Speaking speaking of lazy writing, Sir James over there with one of the posts of the night. That is a dad joke of the highest order. <laughs> well done, sir. Scarlet's oh, favorite battle Luke. cry is cool. charge. There we go. <laughs> well done, sir. Well done. With a nod to Wilma Flintstone, another redhead. <laughs> oh goodness uh mark gerwig with a, the important question what's troy drinking <laughs> i'm not I'm enough drinking, not, I'm drinking, enough. <laughs> not enough <laughs> i've got i've got bourbon and coke <laughs> all right brownest of the brown liquors mm, brownest <laughs> of the brown liquors yeah, the brownest you, of the brown sodas. If you go to the bar and order a Troy, you get a bourbon and Coke. Hold the Coke. <laughs> but uh, Sir James also can't take credit. It's straight from the episode. So, okay. Bravo, Deke Riders. Right. Here I go dismissing you, and you give us the no. dad joke of the night. And well done. Sir James goes subtle with it. Can't take credit, right? Uh, <laughs> get out of here with that. <laughs> Sandman, get about it. <laughs> you know, that is not the James watching this episode I expected that from. No. <laughs> he, he's too busy over here going, hey, Deke. <laughs> hey, look at Brian King, the luckiest man, man, man on the face. face, oh, face so same end. as Racktime Rob. Racktime Rob has never seen a Deke G.I. Joe cartoon. Oh, I think boy. I've seen like 10 seconds of one. Hmm. Uh, Andrew Galgan notes that he had never heard of Deke G.I. Joe until watching What's on Joe Mind. So sorry. Yeah, we're sorry. Yeah, that's our bad. Um, they um, I I have the DVDs when they released those a few years ago, and I, I have to admit that I watched the first season, and my thoughts were, well, they they range from like the best Deke episodes from their season one are probably equivalent to the worst Sunbow episodes, right? So there's there's at least some some common ground there. They at least try to build 
your normal core team. And it's a little strange because it's guys like Ambush and Pathfinder and, you know, guys you're not used to seeing as being like real big spotlight type Joes. Uh, and then the second season of Deke rolled out and my God, it's terrible. I, I, I couldn't make it to the end. I, I, I still to this day have not finished the last four or five episodes. So um, it's um, they're they, they're not necessarily the best. They they're, especially that second season is really poor, but the, the first season, the first season is okay. Started okay. watching that direct TV channel on how to program your remote instead. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I turned on, I turned on Sigma six to get some relief. That's Ooh. how bad they were. You should have waited like about a year later, they had buy one, get 20 free. <laughs> <laughs> Next news item. Do do do. Hey, that gets us to our, our tonight's main event, so to speak. I mean, we all know that Troy McKee is the real main event, but this yeah, is the one yeah. that got in the thumbnail. Uh, and Hasbro's G.I. Joe Day reveals right there. You can see them all kind of conglommed in the middle. See Staff Sergeant C-Nugs. Right. Uh, they're, they're as part of the party explosion. Yeah, buy all six, you get a free Staff Sergeant C-Nugs. Um, remember, uh, if to collect on that, send an email to Mark at what's on Joe Mind. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Mark he'll at send, Mark. He'll send you to Target. Mark at honcho.com. Yep. Just go to alt.black.com slash helicopters. <laughs> and of course, uh, the, those Hasbro G.I. Joe Day reveals included uh, Slaughter's Marauders Barbecue, yeah. still available. Unsigned. Unsigned. <laughs> As part of the basic assortment, he is he's right there for you to take. Uh, that is Mark's favorite. Mm -hmm. I bought two. <laughs> right there. Honcho seal of approval. Oh man, I sold half of my collection <laughs> of Slaughter's Marauders Barbecue. My I favorite part of it is how all those vibrant colors don't work together at all. I couldn't resist the opportunity to get this slide in there again. <laughs> but you'll notice he is still available. Yeah. Still available. Anyways, first up on the list there, we've got uh, Doc and we got Torch. Uh, these are all digital renders, uh, so we did not actually see any of these figures. We just uh, these got leaked out over uh, Hasbro Pulse's social media, but uh, we we knew all these figures were coming. There's no real big surprises, kind yeah. of. Um, but uh, Doc's uh, got all of his normal Doc gear. He's got his helmet. He's got his stretcher. Uh, he's got some cool extras that we didn't get the first time around in flare gun uh, and the flashlight and, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, I'm excited for Doc. I hope the glasses come off. Yeah, I think they do. But there too, like those glasses are such a part of Doc. If they don't, eh, it's okay. Mm. I think uh, the stretcher too folds up and you can he can wear it as a backpack. What what I want to know is, will it fit on the bottom of the dragonfly? When the ah, dragonfly that's, that's the trick. Better. Better, but <laughs> we'll we'll see. We we'll we'll test Lenny's street cred at that one. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to, and then there's Torch there. Uh, I I really like Torch. Uh, I hope his glasses come off as well. But he's got uh, some side arms to go with his flamethrower. I like all the extra skull detail on the flamethrower. I don't like that the knocks on his backpack on his backpack. That little detail has the C in it because. All of a sudden, he's going to start spelling it properly, but that's something they can fix. Again, this is a digital render, so yeah. 
Uh, hopefully they catch that note from somebody along the line. Uh, Jeff Butler notes that Doc is not to be confused with Deke. No. <laughs> Let me be very careful with this. Deke sucks. <laughs> Doc doesn't. Doc does not. No. No. I don't. But, um, Torch was my favorite dreadnought. I don't remember him wearing Zorana's boots. You know, those boots are really not too different than the ones on the '85 figure. They're just bigger. All right. Like the 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 style is the same, but they take up a lot more space here. And and being that they are probably some shiny flame retardant material, I'm okay with them. All right. It just kind of looks like he's going clubbing. Right, like, a little bit, but you know that's okay. He's a dreadnought. I guess he's always ready to party. I mean, shoot, if the hiss driver's not going club, and then torch isn't going club, and you know that you know those hiss drivers dance the night away. Right. So, you ready for you ready for the party, hiss driver? Hold on, I got to rub my sigil off. Right. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. That that shouldn't take long. Right, right, right Mark. You just spent entirely too much time doing that. Right. Um. Yeah, he's got uh, knee-high boots on the figure. Yeah. Yeah. If you on go the back, the, the uh, on the original one, they they're not quite so big, but they are that style. Yeah. Right. So it, it's it's not too far off, I don't think. It's a little more they, exaggerated. They yeah, like it's a little they, more exaggerated. They do go to the knee joint though. I I like that they've got the uh, the flame effects with them. You know, like they're mm -hmm. they're not making us they're not making us scrounge around the parts <laughs> bin for somebody else's flame effects. Well, and uh, up, up a bit in the uh, peanut gallery, Derek Hallman has a great point. Says, uh, maybe will those flame effects uh, get reused for blowtorch? We should absolutely get a blowtorch, right? About time. I would think. Um, we're getting to the point where there aren't a whole lot left from that 83, <laughs> 84, 85 run that, that people really associate with the line. Um, to start turning up. You know, it, it's only a matter of time before the blowtorches. And the air tights and the footlooses, or is that feet loose, Ooh. or foot lease, or I don't know. But um, before those guys start turning up, so um, you know, none of them. There, there's going to be hell to pay if there's no flash. So I, I think they understand that already. But um, will Footloose be a deluxe figure to incorporate the giant diaper crotch? That's it. He's out. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> He's out. That's that's it for tonight. But hey, <laughs> taking the crotch. All right, I got to run the banner now. Here we go. I suppose we'll let Mark back. He did just get a new gig after all. We'll, it was we'll it was worth it. It was worth it. <laughs> Troy, this is all just free pub for you, anyway. <laughs> Uh, anyhow, I mean, I'm going to beg to differ with Diana on the old dreadnought thing. Yeah, I, I, I I'm but, so lost in the comments at this point. I can't even put it up there, but we've also got to, we got, we, we got to keep, we got to keep it moving. So hang on, hang on. Let's, All let's right. just move on. Uh, we got more dreadnoughts. We got Naga Hyde who comes with not one, but two animal pals. Uh, that is yeah. pork belly the boar and Miko the is Miko is the name? No, it isn't. It's Timon and Pumbaa after their heel turn. I mean, right. <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. I mean, we we all saw what got me excited. I I posted that one on our Facebook page with the caption Monkey. 
and nothing else. Uh, One-eyed monkey. There we go. Uh, Michael Gene Fleming, Yabo, he, he believes. So that that's possible. Um, sounds right. I, I don't remember offhand. But um, the one surprise in the in the bunch was that Tiger Force set in the middle. We didn't we didn't get official word on that, but it's no big surprise uh, that Tiger Force repaints of Tripwire and Roadblock are are available there. It's kind of surprising that they decided to do a two pack. But I is guess it that's officially a two pack. I haven't seen it anywhere any way else. So yeah, look, doing a two pack of repainted figures is it makes more sense than trying to incorporate a vehicle that hasn't been released yet. Right. Like what, what you want to do a deluxe something for next year to take the place of, of the Ram cycle or whatever. And, or the, uh, the, uh, this, this, uh, the trouble bubble, the Python trouble bubble, which I still haven't opened. Um, which I still haven't bought, <laughs> but, uh, it's because You've lost your you've lost your heart, sir. I'm just saying. I don't I don't even know what that means. I don't hate on Python Patrol. I just don't need it, right? Like I can't stand Tiger Force. Like, oh. Uh, Rachel Salinas notes that Tripwire <laughs> lost a bet and has to wear his bikini briefs on the outside. That's pretty funny. That's <laughs> true, except for the whole lost a bet thing. Right, right. I just I just thought he was like doing that. it on his own. Um, correct, it's correct cool. me if I'm it's, wrong. Is that roadblock a repaint, or is that the first time we've seen a retro roadblock mold? I forget. It looks like a repaint of the heavy artillery roadblock, but he does have the accurate uh, 50 caliber machine gun. Yeah, you got it. I, I want to see a repaint of that, right? Let's see right. the total classic roadblock. That'll sell. But um, I, I, what I don't like is that we don't have a Tiger Force rat. Like, you know, Tripwire's little rat buddy is not there in a Tiger Force vest or something. That would have that would have truly cool. made that a must-buy. Kind of cool. We got a Tiger Force bomb robot, but we don't get a Tiger Force rat. That's that's oh. wrong. That's wrong to me. To fight the monkey. Exactly. Exactly. How how else do you expect Tripwire to try and win that fight, right? <laughs> that those extra set of prehensile limbs is gonna be what takes him down. Tiny though they may be, but uh, Troy McKee, what do you think here? Um, I mean the repaints are the repaints. Uh, Nagahide's interesting. Uh, I assume he's probably going to be a deluxe figure with that many accessories and the two animals. Right. Um, I mean I, I don't think there's anything to the monkey, but the that boar is is fully jointed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean it's a great figure. It's yeah. a great representation of the character for sure. Yeah, I think he's a pet figure like uh, Mutton Triumph. Yes, yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Toy Bounty Hunter draws the conclusion that maybe one of the two remaining unknown retro carded figures is Roadblock, and he's certainly a candidate. That'd be a yeah. good call. I want to get the Naugahyde figure just to take the hat off of him and try it on Mindbender. Because Mindbender with different things on his bald head is always funny. And right. then also <laughs> to put it on Wonder Woman and take a close-up shot and send it to Joe. Because <laughs> I just think that folded a folded half is gonna go over big. I mean, why don't you just do that with a Rakondo hat then? I could. 
But this one's got like crocodile teeth. I'm digging that. Uh, Good okay. luck. All right. All right. The Mercado hat she'll see coming, right? The Naga hide hat. Like that. Uh, Firefly says the tripwire is double trunking, just like Jerry Lawler. <laughs> Who's also thick, also thick in the crotch. According to legend, yes. From the double uh, trunking. He's it, no Robert the, Gibson, but... Well, I mean, hey, who, who among us is? Holy smoke. What would be great, though, is if they did that and then uh, Tripwire had the, the pads that only went over one shoulder. <laughs> yeah, and when things and got real, he would take that one down, right? Right. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> when that bomb work gets extra sweaty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like to think that he rips his pants off, leaving only the Tiger bikini briefs, right? And dances <laughs> like WCW's Alex Wright. <laughs> We're deep cut deep cutting it there right <laughs> google it kids oh or or, or don't. don't or right don't. right right with a w or i mean maybe just disco inferno maybe if that's Ooh, the case then not a bad call he was healthy more often so he, he got to go out and take a lot more beatings yeah we always kind of wish to get hurt though Right. <laughs> I mean, we wish he'd get hurt now because he keeps shooting his mouth off. But I, 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 I kind of liked him then. He was so dopey. He was fun. A little bit, yeah. Craig Cohen wins he, the comment section. Yeah, he's though. he's got us. He's got us one in. Yeah. If anybody puts up Berlin with a Y, uh, you, you win a prize. Oh, wow. the wall. Yep. <laughs> I'm the wall or a wall, right? A wall. Yeah. <laughs> that Hugh Morris boy, he's talented. He's gonna go far. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. Anyways, we we could go off onto WCW discussion, but I think there'd be about four of us interested. So yeah. we'll move on. Uh, and, of course, wrap up the Hasbro reveals with Jinx and the Night Creeper. Take a decidedly ninja bent here. Um, that Night Creeper is great. That's exactly what you'd expect out of the Night Creeper. Uh, but, man, Jinx was a winner for me. Mm. Out of the six of them, I, th I think she's she's the best. She looks She is enough of a mix of old and new. That like that. This is what I want out of classified, right? Like that's the yeah. balance I want. Yeah. Yeah, because the original, the original Jigs figure it looks like she's wearing a loose sweatshirt, sweatpants, slippers, and whipped cream on her head. Ooh. Right. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> it's probably Edge Pro Pro Gel from you yeah. Know. Anyways, but not um, a good figure. yeah, it's 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 not great. It's not great. Um. Jake Rose asks, are any of these Pulse exclusive? We don't have those kind of details yet, unfortunately. Um, um, right, Derek, Derek Holloman. Uh, Jinx is amazing and can, can get a retro as well. That's true. They can just uh, make different arms or give her the give her the Akiko arms, perhaps, and and uh, paint them red, and that's that's your retro Jinx right there. Um, Good luck getting Akiko's arms away from her. She's tough, man. Right, she survived she's that whole damn movie. She's yeah. still alive after all. Uh, Jim on sports notes that WCW's best wrestler was Joe Gomez. Who? Um, usually beaten up Craig Hunky on Saturday night. God. Um, 
let me get uh, let me get the banner off of there so we it'll have some impact later. But um, <laughs> rack time, Rob. Out of the six, Hasbro reveals which one are you? Which one do you like the best? I, I think I'm at a toss up between either Torch or Jinx. I like them all. Yeah, there's no clunkers here. Uh, even even the Tiger Force repaints are pretty good. Uh, yeah. Troy McKee, what do you think? Uh. My toss-up is between Jinx and the Night Creeper because the Jinx is great, but that Night Creeper has the alternate Ninja Force head, <laughs> and that—that's—that's that's right in my wheelhouse, man. That was—I was ten years old at the time, so. Right, you're you're a youngin, relatively speaking. You're you're a kid who grew up with Deke. <laughs> what did you we, say? As we oh. verbally pants Troy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mark Weber, out of the yeah. six of these, which one do you like the best? Man, the Jinx is really good, but I'm worried about how thin those knees are, right? Is that going to support the weight? Uh, not much yeah, of a plan, maybe. But, uh, but that Night Creeper, I mean, the, the, the extra head moves me from buying three to buying four, right? And there'll be some maniacs who buy like six. So uh, I just think overall it's fantastic. That chest cut's very well hidden. Uh, but that extra head is the home run for me. I think that's fantastic. And I love the shuriken in the hand. That's cool. Can't yeah. lose it, right? If it doesn't come yeah. out. So well done. Very well done. Uh, Jim on sports says that's a ticker, not a banner. Uh, I would contend that on the little right side of my screen, I pull those up when I click the button that says banner. So I, I know that and you know that. But I'm just reading off the screen, smart guy. Got his mic. <laughs> right? Telling you. Again, Jim on sports is our younger brother, so I'm allowed yeah. to talk to him like that. Yeah. <laughs> He's been on the show before. You've all met him. And if you haven't, you need to watch the show. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, Zaymot name dropping the ding dongs. My favorite tag team of all time. <laughs> Dick dogs. Dude, and when they finally decided that was a terrible idea, which took way too long. Right. And the skyscrapers just broke them in half, tore their masks off, and no one cared. And the last thing you saw was Norman the Lunatic walking off with one of the masks on a stick like they beheaded them, just going, ding dong, and then fade the commercial. It right. was so good. My brother and I were so excited when they <laughs> murdered the ding dongs. It was the best thing ever. <laughs> I uh I'm going, after Twinkie the kid. I'm going with Jinx for my winner, as I said before. A close second is Nagahide, man. You give me a bunch of animals, I'm in. Um but uh, Mark, you bring up the the legs there, and that's that's a valid concern, but I, I think that'll get like these are just digital renders. Yeah, I'm sure we'll it'll get see. fixed up somewhere we'll along see. the line. Hey, and and if they if they fix Torch's backpack, yeah, Torch is my favorite dreadnought ever. So he might go to the top. But you can't misspell Knox, right? Know your brand. Well, he might. He is illiterate. Know right. your brand. <laughs> no. No, I, I I I agree on that one. You need you need to be that careful. Yeah. Normally, I'll normally I push back on Mark when he goes against the when he goes for the little things like that. Yeah. But come on now. No, you, Brian. This and is he, torch. This is torch. He can barely read any letters. He's not going to be adding extra ones. Right. And even if you made 
even if oops, you know, we missed that one, you I believe you have time to fix it probably. Right. Again, digital render on a pay yeah. nap. You, yeah. you got time. Just fix it. Fix it and all is forgiven. Uh Firefly says the shuriken hand is from Retro Storm Shadow. Yeah, it's just a good placement of it. Mm-hmm. We know. We got you. But uh, if you've got a favorite uh, out of those those six, if you got a favorite from the the ultimates, put all that stuff down in the big boy comments down below. Because remember, interaction—that's where the money gets made, mm-hmm. or the—I don't know about the money getting made, but it's certainly where the uh, where the algorithm gets beat. Yeah. So I don't think we figured out where the money gets made yet. No, we haven't still, figured that one out at all. Still looking. Rob, Rob's dead. Oh man, I can tell you it doesn't get made on eternal baseball. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 not yet. Yeah, I'm probably driving people away. Sorry about that. No, you got it. You can't go away, man. We lose like 10% of our audience. <laughs> but, uh, hey, that's it for the news. But to remember, you can catch the G.I. Joe 3D printing podcast uh, for all of your chunky tank kitty and Mialler tank news. Uh, last episode, they did a. They, uh, Mark and the gang put together a a a new Mac Ten machine gun for your for your mutt figure. I believe he's got that available through his channels. Uh, so be sure to check that out if you're into 3D printing at all, or even if you're just into GI Joe and how that can be applied there. Interesting stuff. Uh, I don't have a 3D printer. I'm no good at building anything, but I enjoy the 3D the GI Joe 3D printing podcast. We play the little news, the little news hammer here. Where'd it go? There we go. And uh, we'll be right back in just a moment after a quick word from our friends at Kokomo Toys. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. I mean, look at this freaking thing. Oh, come on now. Right there. It's, uh, you know... Absorb Vids is just going to put together all these pictures and build a virtual Mark's office <laughs> for another community calendar intro. That's what's going to happen. Joe sitting at the desk, right? Can't wait. But um, <laughs> a figure six pack asks, "Will there ever be a chunky boat kitty?" Well, you know, not up for us to decide. That's that's not up for us. Uh, figure six pack also asked, please ask Emily and Lenny if Doc Stretcher can fit on the Dragonfly Skids. Uh, we could probably ask him all all till we were blue in the face. They they they're not allowed to talk to us. Yeah, who who's he talking to? <laughs> <laughs> like like we got some kind of connection there. No, no, they I mean uh, Hasbro. Don't spin. I can call Lenny right now if I want to. Right, right. It, it's I, not I a personal thing. It has it has nothing to do with em, Emily and Lenny personally directly. Yeah. Uh, but our our interview requests for several years now have been completely ignored. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're not about to start asking them questions now. Like we just it's yeah. it's it would be not worth the time or effort. 
And the reason Lenny and I are still cool is because Lenny's awesome. And B, I don't ask him that stuff. Right. Right. Uh, Dustin Jeffrey asks, can we get Mr. Socks in a, in a tank version? Oh, that's, hey. That's been discussed. I, I don't I know if it's going to happen, but it's been discussed. It's Dr. Socks. Thank you. He didn't spend eight years in sock school. Oh, well, he is. Uh, he's either Mr. Socko or Dr. Soxo, the rock and roll cat. So Ooh, is that like the alter ego? Well, I mean, those are every every animal has nicknames for their nickname. I mean, it's right here on the first clip. Meow, 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 meow. I like how long he waits for you to just friggin' stop. Right. <laughs> and then look, he's just like, oh, hell. Look, he he was back less than 10 seconds later. So don't let that fool you. All right. He, he, just, he ran off. He ran off to fight what he thought was a giant mouse, but turned out to be a baby kangaroo. Right. And then he came back. Dude, don't. Do not mess with kangaroos, dude. Yeah, no. <laughs> they are nasty pieces of work. Dustin Jeffrey says, check another space on my What's on Joe Mind bingo card. That is correct, sir. The, the big holdup with the uh, Dr. Soxo tank was, of course, we, we kind of work out the royalties with Dad. So. Right. right. <laughs> Troy McKee, you have to talk a little bit tonight. I know you're just trying to be here for the character. I I'm I'm just taking it all in. <laughs> We're providing ambiance. The, <laughs> the madcap ass foolery of what's on Joe Mind. <laughs> but uh, we got we got some news again. Congratulations here on on this fella. I've got him on card. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the big window for just a second. Yeah. Uh, but you can see here this is this is this is this guy on on card. Uh, looks very reminiscent of our friends from from the 1980s, and and then I went ahead and I got two of them, so I got one off card at this this point too. Which believe is the me, way that you're supposed to do it one well, that, one carded one to right. open, just so everybody knows. I mean, truthfully, I got two to open. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't care about carded. I I love it and all, but it, come on now, these are toys, man. <laughs> Uh, but this this is I went ahead and put the Skeletron head on this guy, uh, and it's it's pretty cool. So uh, these guys are solid. They feel they they feel like it like you can tell when when plastic is cheap, right? We yeah. we can all pick that up. And this certainly does not have that feel. Not anywhere. Not at the joints. Not even at the the smaller parts like the hands. Uh, he comes with all kinds of cool gear. Um. Yeah, the plastic, it's not quite the same uh, as on a vintage figure, but it feels close, right? Right, it, right. It has a good weight to it. It doesn't feel too light. It doesn't feel too heavy. It um, Right. It feels like there's a little bit of give there, but only for the purposes of presentation, right? Like it, like you want this to be able to last a little bit longer than they were planning on that. So there's just the regular the regular head, which is... The balaclava! And... Um, <laughs> But he's got a he's got a jetpack, mm -hmm. you can see there. And then uh, on the jetpack, the the edged weapons can get stored. Yep. So mark mark right there. You're scoring points. There's his little 
one-handed double blade thing. Here's his here's his energy sword. It's the first time I've actually pulled it off of there. So, uh, but that, so that skull on the on the sword, it goes one direction on one side and one direction on the other. So when he's holding it, you can put it so it's facing right side up, and then when you store it upside down on the backpack, you can flip it around the other way so the skull's always upright. That's regardless cool. of how you're using that. <laughs> I'd have never picked up on that. <laughs> I would have never seen that. That's why you're not in design. That, that clearly, I'm an idea man. I'm not an execution man. <laughs> but uh, backpack goes on and stays on. Uh, that's not been an issue. Oop, get on there. Okay. I say it go. It say it goes on, and then it I, it refuses to go on. Um, but it's got a. a, a a nice clear battle stand, and then he's got a couple of blasters here. And I say that not because of uh, of of Hasbro's directives, but simply because they they look like they shoot lasers. Uh, mm -hmm. There's the pistol. Pew pew. And there's and that one stores on his back. The pistol yes. stores on his back. Yep. Yeah. How, how does it? How does the pistol go on there? It so not on the backpack. Actually, on the back of the figure. Oh oh. Oh why? Yes, it does. It's a good thing you had Troy on. Bang, yeah. right in there. Like kind of like Cobra Commander, only it doesn't block the backpack hole. Mm -hmm. So can you beat that? Holy crap. Yeah, yeah. So he can he can hold the rifle un un, un uh, interrupted, right? Everything else is stored. He can have his primary up and ready to go. I mean uninterrupted except for his damn kids. I what? got homework. Uh, <laughs> what's for dinner, man? Dad, read me a story. I got a science go project. Go to bed, kid. <laughs> of course, here's the helmet that goes with the uh, the human head. Um, I I haven't tried to put him on the skull head yet. I, I imagine it fits, but why why mess with it? Why why block that glorious skull head? That'd be foolish. <laughs> so again, congratulations on that, Troy. And I, if hopefully that. <laughs> Presentation there did not scare anyone off of, of buying this because uh, I'm not good at those. Dude, these are so good. Like, come on. It's a good figure. We're, we're very happy with how they turned out. Um, you know, we've spent a lot of time working on the details with the Skeletron guys and making sure that everything's, um, you know, squared away. But you still don't know until you get samples in hand. Right. Um, you know, you do, you do a lot of work and then one day a sample shows up and and you're hoping it's right and these came out fantastic we are thrilled with the with the way they turned out and the quality um the joints all all line up just the way we needed it to the wrist articulation works exactly like we wanted it to um if you hit that hit that hand with a little bit of heat that thumb will bend a little bit um you know so we're not we're not worried about breaking thumbs on these um, which, as as we talk about, was one of the two two major improvements we made aside from thickening the crotch. Um, so it, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, they are. Yeah, Jim on Sports asks, "Are they thick in the crotch?" And yes, they are. Yes, you heard it. You heard it here first. And bendy yeah. in the thumbs. So they, the, do, the... they feel great. They they size exactly how we wanted them to. Um, I know we've had a we we've had. Um, a couple of people answering about or questions about um, how the parts work uh, if you try and swap them with some vintage figures. I I tried the Skeletron head on 
um, an 85, 86, and 87 figures, and it felt good on all of them. Like they they were tight if you put the screw back in, and it held pretty well. Um, but there, you know, there may be some variation across various vintage toy lines on how well those heads uh, might fit if you're swapping those out. But um, that's that's been pretty well pretty well so far. Um, but yeah, we're just we're very happy with the way it turned out. Uh, the the question in the in the live chat tonight, which has been asked at least forty thousand times, uh, Toria Claimer, just the latest uh, unpainted shoulder discs. Why? Uh, because the material we used for the shoulder discs can't take paint, so that is why. Uh, there you we, go. Yeah, we used a different material on the shoulder discs and um, on the elbows, um, a stronger material, um, and the trade off with that is it won't take paint, um, but it's it's better for a couple of reasons there's a there's a strength reason for it and there's a friction reason for it um, during the assembly process so there's there's some technical stuff I won't get into on that but um, that's why that shoulder disc isn't painted but it is a grayish color that we got kind of close um, right. it also it also couldn't take any um, metallic additives so we couldn't make it metallic in the same way that we uh, might be able to with some of the other materials I think you made it up. <laughs> Whatever. It's a cover up. I think it's a cover up. It's a cover up. Matthew Matson says Matthew Matson notes he's got one to keep on the card, three to open, one skeleton head and two soldiers. He's got a problem. I no. would say that, that that problem is he needs at least yeah. ten more. Yeah, yeah, you do have a problem. Seems like a small squad that Matthew. Yeah. Right? His problem is not enough. Yeah, mm -hmm. you need backup, and they're available right now on Skeletron.com. If you just want to head over there, you can, you can pick up a couple more after <laughs> the show. After this the show. not not for long. Yeah. No, no, quickly. You got to you got to move quick, like Mark said. Otherwise, you'll feel bad when it's in somebody else's house. Right. And they're running a special tonight. Buy three, get none free. Yeah. <laughs> get there quick. <laughs> So uh, that leads us to other projects. We'll, we'll certainly come back to the Skeletron figure as the night goes on. Uh, but you sent over some pictures, uh, you know, creating more slides and more work for me. So thank you for that. <laughs> and <laughs> But up next for you is actually not call sign Longbow, but, but this fella right here, this is from the Marauder Task Force line. This is their O-ring trooper from their Kickstarter. Well, this wow. is so, yeah. So this or was no, it's the Marauder Task Force figure from your Kickstarter, right. but it's from from their line. Yep, yep. So this is the first um, O-ring figure for Marauder. Um, it's it's built like all of the other longbow figures or the Skeletron retro figure. Um, so the, the deal with this is, you know, you can use this as much with the longbow stuff or as little as you want. You can choose to incorporate it however much you want, because part of the deal with Marauder is everything, you know, is kind of customizable and you build it the way you want it. We have some limitations with that, you know, with them being O-ring figures and us needing to have that retro look. But um, again, it's up to you how much you want to do with it and what you want to change up on it. Um, the design itself is actually based um, specifically on um, the Marauder Desert Ops figure. Um, Boy, I hope I remembered the right name on that. Uh, but it, um, it it's it's essentially one of the most popular Marauder figures. And um, when we worked with Marauder, that was the one that um, MJ had picked out and he wanted an adaptation of. So that's where we where we worked um, 
forward on that one. But this figure looks great. Um, it's the last one in our initial Kickstarter line that's going through development. This one, and there's another another figure that shares some of this tooling. Those are those were just the last stragglers um, on the sculpting side. But one of the kind of cool things about this, and, and one of the reasons why we had to wait a little while to get this one done, um, the same team that does all of the sculpting on all of the other Marauder products um, did the sculpting on this figure. So it is it is a Marauder product through and through. Um, mostly because I, I I did the design work and I do the design work on Marauder. We had the Marauder sculpting team working on it. Um, we're going through the same production facility. So this really, truly is the first O-ring Marauder figure. Um, and we're very, very pleased with where this one's at. Uh, Troy Klamer with a, a follow-up question. Are all longbow items going to have that same type of situation with the, the shoulder discs, uh, color parts that can't be painted or dyed? Um, so they will, um, yes. So that'll be that same material, but I mean, we can pick solid colors. So those colors, you know, uh, on a, on a green uniform, we'll be able to match that pretty close. It's just metallic. You couldn't really, couldn't really do. Right. And again, it, it's really, it's, it's not that bad. It's not like, it's the first thing that sticks out at you. Um, it's how the Joes used to look back in the day. So yeah, more or less, they had the metallic colored pegs. Yeah. I'm looking at any number of, of beachheads and they are shaded from very green to kind of green. So <laughs> I, I haven't cleaned up much since last week. It's a lot of the same stuff, right? Right mm -hmm. here, just off camera. Anyways. Um, so that's, uh, that's this guy. Let me go ahead and I got to get the banner back up because we're talking call sign longbow again. So you also sent over some of the, the Doug Hart artwork. Now, Doug Hart also did the the artwork on the the uh, the retro uh, Wolf Trooper here. Yep. Uh, so be sure to give that a look when you can. Uh, but uh, I think he did. He do the other Skeletron figures as well. Looks like he did. Yeah, yeah. On the on the retro card back, Doug did all the art. Yep. And um, but uh, so, anyways, here's here's the henchman. Here's our tracksuit guy, our hero from uh, from the from the Call Sign Longbow Kickstarter. Hmm. And was there anything you wanted to, to to talk about with this, or were we just showing off artwork? No, I think we're just showing off artwork. I, I, I think we've shown all of these um, to the Kickstarter backers, but we haven't shown them since the last time we were on the show. Um, so, you know, this is just another opportunity to take a look at these if anybody hasn't seen them yet, um, or if they're not getting those, those update emails. All right. Uh, Dustin Jeffrey says, Mike probably hasn't cleaned up much since last year. And that is true. In the sense that we are only four weeks into the new year. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's it's fair. We're coming out of the holidays. It's been crazy. Give me a break. Settle down over there, Mom. <laughs> you can you can totally tell this henchman is a true villain because he stole the Cobra Troopers AK-47. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's got that same color uniform. So Pretty soon he'll be hanging out with those dreadnoughts. So. <laughs> With those classically spelled dreadnoughts. Mm -hmm. Classically with the CK. Mm -hmm. There's probably an extra U in there too. <laughs> um, the figure six pack asked, why do the villains wear athletic stripes? Uh, because bad people wear Adidas. <laughs> and there's no other way to, to sum that up. I mean, I thought you knew, right? Adidas is for all your henching needs. Right? 
I mean, you got to use uh, along the same lines in design, right? It's mm -hmm. <laughs> it reads bad guy. Just to be, to be clear, legal department, just two stripes. Just two. <laughs> two. two. Yeah. Very careful about that. <laughs> Although it's three blue stripes, if you really think about it. <laughs> uh, we also got Lancer. This is uh, the poster boy for for call sign longbow. Um, and this this too, this is just going to be his card art. Yep, yep. And this is the second uh, piece of art we had done for Lancer. We had the initial art that we showed during the Kickstarter. We liked that art, but we decided the pose wasn't uh, wasn't quite action-oriented enough for what we wanted. So uh, we went back to Doug, and we worked up something with a little more punch in it. So There you go. Well, I mean, he's, he's brandishing a knife angrily, so what else can he ask for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, remember, we have that thick in the crotch bro design. <laughs> We've got that design on our T public page linked mm -hmm. down below. I think they're having one of their crazy sales again this weekend. <laughs> uh, so you can you can get the very first call sign longbow T-shirt mm -hmm. down below on our, on our T public page. Uh, Diana Davis asks, is Lancer a green beret? Yes. Or is he just wearing one? Is he just trying to get some cheap, cheap heat? Right. <laughs> no yeah he he is a green beret yes See, matt rubin mr pittsburgh oh, he's already man. got that shirt we know he does you know he's got that shirt because he got he's got all of our shirts just wait for the uh san diego comic-con exclusive raspberry beret it's gonna be big yeah <laughs> thought we were saving that for minneapolis that's not bad that's not a bad call <laughs> It comes with the special Prince figure, which is only three inches tall. Right? Yeah, and, and a quarter inch wide. <laughs> Promo code crotch. That's right. Isn't that come with the vehicle pack of a little red Corvette? Oh, and blouses. <laughs> blouses and pancakes. And one basketball. <laughs> And then uh, along the same lines, our other hero from, from the Kickstarter, uh, the Krasny Ninja. Uh, anytime you get a ninja and you combine him with a furry hat, that's a win right there. That's, and a that's sledgehammer. A Don't forget the sledgehammer. Well, of course not. Yeah. He's got the hammer. I mean, this, this is so... Like, he looks cool, fine, sure, but it also comically brilliant. Mm -hmm. Like, th this is good on a number of levels. Well, you know, we wanted to hit... We wanted to hit a lot of things uh, that were kind of in the wheelhouse of things you saw in various vintage toy lines. Um, but, you know, there were some kind of crazy characters like a guy that comes with a wildebeest, right? There was, you know, uh, so, you know, this was this was kind of in that vein where uh, it was cool. But at the same time, like you said, there's there's a, another funny level to it. So, right there, there's certainly a, a level of menace. He's got enough edged weapons, and he's got a sledgehammer. Um, I don't, I don't need ninjas running around with sledgehammers to make me feel threatened. I'm good without that. <laughs> um, but, but then you stop and you, you just, you, you just take that half step back and take yourself out of the story, and he's brilliant. Can't, can't you see this guy running through the St. Petersburg winter in those split-toed shoes? Like, <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> so tough. 
Right, uh, figure six pack. Makes me more think of furry hat Batman from Superman Red Sun. I like, like the, the Cossack Ninja. Yeah, kind of. But and this one's this one's an army builder. So think about this as a group of these guys running around. Oh. <laughs> I love that he's wearing a friggin' Cossack hat with a red star on it. Literally comes with a hammer and a sickle. But he also has the hammer and sickle logo on his chest, just in case you're just in thick, case, right? Yeah, just in case you missed it. Yep. In yep. case you're hey. thick in the head, bro. Hey, uh, right. Russian ninja. Get it right. Right. I mean, look, he could be driving a Jeep. Maybe you don't see his, his weapons. So yeah, okay, you gotta know. You gotta I, know. I, I, lo I love him, but if I break his thumb out of my own uh, malfeasance. He's totally driving a Jeep. <laughs> that's what happens, man. Break a thumb, drive a Jeep. <clears throat> I think that's the code of the West, though. I think that's the law. Pretty much. Broken <laughs> thumb tripwire fired the flak for a long time. <laughs> I'm I'm more surprised that tripwire broke a thumb, man. Yeah. He seemed like he was one of those indestructible figures. I don't know. Big handle on that minesweeper. But I, I guess. I don't know. I I would, if Lifeline had broken a thumb, he'd have been firing that flag. He'd have been right. like, oh, I'm a pacifist. Like, no matter. You broke a thumb, baby. Get in that he, cannon. He was a pacifist until those bastards shot off his thumb. That's it. <laughs> and now it's flag time. Lifeline, more like death line. <laughs> I'm just saying, for it, it in our world, it was it was zapping short fuse, man, in those cannons, almost, yeah. almost without fail. And then we uh, we got uh, some looks at some works in project in progress here, Troy. You sent these along. Yep. So okay. these these are the samples um, for Ghost, um, and this is getting fairly close to production at this point. So these are these are painted samples. Um, and they're molded uh, in the correct colors of plastic. Um, and this is a, an opportunity for us to go through and give the factory notes about what is correct, what is not correct, um, what, needs to be, what needs to be altered. So there are a few changes that'll come um, beyond, beyond what you're seeing here. Um, like on, uh, on Ghost Shield there, the little triangle isn't cut out for him to look through, stuff like that, um, and little, little notes about the paint. But we... We went through all those. We sent those notes back to the factory, um, and they're working through um, a final set of um, production samples we're hoping to look at um, and to, to move forward with. Okay. And so around when do you expect this, the next wave to come through for you of, of uh, factory samples? So um, we're expecting Ghost here fairly soon. Obviously, he shares some tooling with um, the Skeletron Retro Wolf Trooper. So he's a little ahead of the rest of the, of the assortment, okay. um, uh, which, which has been really great working with the Skeletron guys on that. Uh, with Ben and Mark, they've been very understanding because when we needed to make tweaks, uh, because they share tooling, we kind of had to work on both of them simultaneously. And, um, you know, we appreciate the extra support they gave us on that side and the patience um, when, when we had to tweak something for Ghost if that if that ever slowed down anything on wolf trooper we really appreciate that um but uh but yeah we're we're expecting those fairly soon um on ghost at least and there's another another shot of ghost to yeah, see him with his good. his gear a little bit more clearly so on that on that previous shot um you can see uh on the backpack 
he's got the two personnel mines, one on each side, and he's got that claw, that double claw accessory pinned to the back. Right. Those will all sit there. And then in that next shot where he's kneeling, you can see that the shield will also mount on that backpack. It'll mount over those blades. So again, like the, the Wolf Trooper and Skeletron, with the exception of the of the little submachine gun, he'll be able to store all the rest of the gear on his back um, when he needs it. Uh, Toy Collector Magazine with praise for Ghost there, looking nice. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, well, I want to give a shout out to Dustin Jeffrey in the comment section for correcting my historical mistake uh, <laughs> and spelling both cities wrong. <laughs> so be careful with that, Dustin. <laughs> If we're if we're gonna be picky, <laughs> right, don't don't get picky with that guy. You know he's gonna come get you. Just saying. Uh, but uh, Toy Collector Magazine probably looking to scoop get the scoop on you, right? They're, they want to do that. Re- they got to, they got a massive reveal of uh, Super Seven's next reaction figures in their current issue. So uh, maybe maybe that's maybe that's what they're here doing, Troy. They're yeah. scoping you out. Scouting. <laughs> Trying to figure out does Troy McKee have what it takes for issue eleven? <laughs> Wait and see. Mm-hmm. Uh, Diana Davis with the question: uh, Are there any design updates you did beyond the softer hands on the O-ring to make these more durable? Um, well, we did we did put extra material, like we said, thick in the crotch. Um, so we did try to to strengthen that a little bit. We're limited in what we can do with that. Um, and like we talked about with the uh, with the shoulder rings and the elbows, we did use a different material on that. Um, it, again, to strengthen that just over the long term. Um, you know, one of the one of the problems you see lots of times in vintage figures is you see cracked elbows. Um, yep. We don't know how these figures are going to be in forty years. Uh, it's kind of hard to kind of hard to gauge that and figure out what's going to happen. But um, I will hold you personally responsible, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're hoping that that switch in material will help prevent that in the future. Um, and like we said, on the on the on the manufacturing side, it, it has some benefits, too. So um, we did we did make that change um, beyond that. You know, we we really, we just tried to pick the right material for the right parts. We wanted the accessories to feel right. Um, we switched up the head and the hand so that they were a PVC plastic. Um, it's just a matter of, of figuring out what the best material is for each part. Um, the backpacks, um, you know, will be made of a different material than the vintage figures, but uh, like we saw with the, with the retro Wolf Trooper, it's good. It, you know, it's not, it's not a major difference. Um, it still feels good and we can still control for how hard it is, um, even though it's a PVC, but again, just making sure we make the right choices, depending on what part is, you know, what, what it needs to do and what its function is. And then they had this, uh, this last bit here, just the, uh, uh, some promotional stuff here. We've got the, the invisible battle stands, like the one that comes with ghost here. I've already got it packed up again, or I, uh, but you can get a whole package of those. Uh, they've also got the uh, digital comic available at the the backer print, kit pre-order store. We, yeah, we have, we have the print comic available. So um, these two items are the two items that we currently have in stock. Um, and if you order these and only these, if this is the only thing in your order is is battle stands or comics, um, one or the other or both, um, we will get these packed up and we will get these shipped now. Um, 
even before figures get here. If if that's the only thing in the order, we are going to ship orders as soon as everything for that order is available. So, um, so in regards to your your schedule, mm -hmm. you were anticipating these guys summer. Uh, yeah, we're looking at mid to late this year. We don't have an exact date. Um, and honestly, as many figures as we have, they're not all going to get run at the same time. The factory is going to run some of them, you know, here, some of them there. Um, so we don't know what that schedule necessarily looks like. Right. Um, but yeah, we're, we're looking for, for later this year. All right. But so pretty well, pretty well keeping the, the, the tack that you thought you were going to be on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty close. I mean, we're we're a little uh, further behind. Although we we knew the more figures we unlocked, the longer that was going to take. That was right. you know, something we were very upfront with about it during the Kickstarter. Um, you know, the more the more we add, the more there is to do. Um, but uh, you know, I'm I'm very happy with the progress that we're making. Again, I keep pointing back at that retro Wolf Trooper because that figure came out so well, and now people are getting it in hand. The longbow figures are going to be of the same quality, the same materials. They're coming from the same factory. Um, you know, we're hoping that it's worth the wait for everybody because we really we want to make the best product possible. Um, you know, especially especially when you have small runs for collector product. Uh, you know, we know this costs more than a retail figure. We want you to get a good figure in hand and be happy with it. So. Again, I can't believe nobody asked me about that that figure from the picture I slid up there. Now, I get messages about such silly, inane things <laughs> on our social media. Not one person said a word about this figure being popping up on social media for unknown reasons. But sure, sure. Why not? You all failed. Every single one of you. <laughs> Every one of you failed. Uh, Torpedo Mike asks, has, has anyone aside from Microman done an all-metal figure? Seems like there's an opportunity out there. I don't remember one recently past you know, like collector statues and stuff. There's been some diecast metal, but wasn't Bionic Six? Weren't they mostly metal? Those figures back in the day. I think so, but even that, you're going back 30 years on that. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And not to mention that that catchy theme song, right? Bionic, Bionic Six, Echo Effect. Diana throws out OG Eagle Force. Weren't those all metal? Yeah, and going back even further mm -hmm. for them. Sure. Um, Jeff Butler asks, will the print comic be available at DFW Joe Show and Joe Fest? Yes, we should have some copies um, of that. So, and just, just to clarify on that, um, we're, we're pulling a double header mm -hmm. that weekend. Um, the plan right now is that I will be at Joe Fest and John will be at the DFW Joe Show. So um, we should we should have comics at both. Um, we should have battle stands at both. We've got some other miscellaneous items that we don't have on the pre-order store that we just take to show, some poster prints, things like that. Um, we'll we'll have some of those as well. Um, but yeah, we sh we should have those um, at both shows this summer. That's a that's a home game for for Johnny Kooks, isn't it? He's down in uh, Dallas anyway. Uh, he's he's out of Southern Missouri, so uh, okay. Dallas is a lot closer for him. Yep. Okay. Southern Missouri. Where in Missouri is he at? Uh, Springfield. Okay, well, that's that. I've been there. It's not exactly a small town. It's kind of, kind of a, it's kind of the only large town out there. I mean, so wait, Joplin, da maybe. Dallas is closer for him, but you're going from Colorado to uh, Augusta. Yeah, no, Dallas is closer for me too. Don't get me wrong. 
biting the bullet on that one, Troy. Oh, man. Do my geography here. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. You're, you're, you're right. <laughs> and just so he knows, his, his official nickname is Johnny Kooks. Ooh, I kind of like just, that. I, we ought to get him a shirt that says that. <laughs> the original Johnny Kooks. <laughs> and on the back, taking the crutch. <laughs> Dustin Jeffrey was born in Springfield, well, Missouri. There you go. See? He spells like he's from Springfield, Missouri. <laughs> oh. Now you're the bad guy. Now That's I'm fine. piling on. Now I'm the bad <laughs> guy. That's okay. That's yeah, fine. I like the unexpected heel turn. Very people nice. people think that that's me anyway, right? Like mm -hmm. I walk in a room and people wonder, wait, wait, who do, who owes him money? Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know. I'm 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 a pretty jovial person, but I don't know. Something about something about this says unpleasant, and I don't understand it. I would say that you're GI jovial. Oh, <laughs> he he's, he deserves that. Yeah, I thought I'd get banned. Hey. Uh, Toy Collector Magazine will also be at Joe Fest. So there you awesome. go. Uh, Jeff Butler got a pack of Battle Sands at DFW last year and got to meet the original Johnny Kooks. Johnny Kooks. Here you go. <laughs> Skeletron says, Troy <laughs> drinks for free at Joe Fest. I'm going to go ahead and get a screen cap on that for you, Troy. We'll mail that one over to you. There we go. That is done. That. Signed, sealed, delivered. Boom. That's also going on a shirt. I am. Uh, I, uh, they, I'm. They're I'm, just saying that because they know I'm a notorious lightweight. <laughs> right. Look. Yeah. No, that's true. No, no more. I, no more for Troy. He's driving <laughs> two thousand miles home. <laughs> I saw Troy get drunk on maple syrup at a Joe Con. So it's, that's the truth. <laughs> it was the good stuff, though. The Canadian stuff. It, it was. Yeah. It's hard. Hard to. Like if you're gonna go down, uh, gonna go down thanks to maple syrup, that's a good one to go down. To. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, Troy, Troy and I are the ones come on sports booing. <laughs> you got booed by your little brother. <laughs> got booed on my by by my younger brother there, Troy. How do you like that one? Uh, he he's the so, smallest of us, which means he's still too large for human. Everybody's a critic. I <laughs> Uh, Torpedo Mike says, if Mike isn't giving you some heat, he don't love you. That's true. That's true. The worst thing I can do is be pleasant. That's why we never try it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, my God. We're, we're starting to run a little long. Do, Troy, do you have anything that you want to add to this uh, as we as we close up this segment? Uh, yeah, I guess... Uh... Mostly, I want to reiterate that the Wolf Trooper is available right now on Skeletron.com. So if you haven't gotten over there uh, and you're interested in that figure, by all means, uh, head over and order one because um, we're very proud of them. Uh, and we want to get them into as many people's hands as we can. Um, you know, it, we, we think it came out really well. We hope you guys enjoy it, too. And if, you, if there are any other nationally themed ninjas that you'd like to see, in future Ooh, yeah. waves of Operation, uh, or of, uh, rather, Call Sign Longbow, be sure to let us know in the comments down below. If you'd like to see a Bulgarian ninja <laughs> down, down below. Put that one down below. Or perhaps a Belgian ninja. Ooh. <laughs> Can you exactly. imagine? People with waffles it, and french fries. Waffle-shaped throwing stars. Isn't that, isn't that just Jean-Claude Van Damme? Isn't I that guess I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
He's <laughs> waffle shaped throwing stars and he's shirtless. Doing the splits. <laughs> Extra thick in the crotch. Right. His his card is is landscape. <clears throat> Get the full split going. <laughs> Uh, Mark Gerwig already getting to work designing Texas Ninja. So there you go. With the hat, oh, he can have he can he can look like Johnny Kooks. And the boots, oh, this is going to be good. I like where this we've, is going. We've we've opened the proverbial can of worms, gentlemen. Right. That's what we've done here. Pandora's box is open. We yeah. Don't don't tell us. In, don't tell us in the live chat. Tell us in the big boy comments down below. Those last forever. <laughs> I kind of want the East German weightlifter ninja with the detachable yeah, arms. <laughs> the all drug guy, Olympics. <laughs> I think that guy was Russian, though. So whatever. You know, I, mean, I guess now you're correcting me. <laughs> oh, I'm saying. sorry. He was Russian, not East German. Uh, I mean, on. kind of the same thing, sure, Pretty but whatever. Much. Pretty much. Get to know you. <laughs> oh, he's ripped his arms off. That's got to be disappointing oh. to the big Russian. You know, he may not be in that much pain now, but he's really going to feel that in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> Can you make a Pakistan ninja? Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. On this episode of What's On Joe Biden, we're excited to announce our new partnership uh, with a really funny podcast, perfect for anyone who hates censorship. It's called Bandcamp. That is B-A-N-N-E-D Camp. Let me let me get my uh, let me get my my photo for them up. Hang on, it's new buttons, man. I'm not used to changing these out too much. I'm just used to yeah. absorb vids, dropping a bunch of new stuff on me. There we go. Uh, Bandcamp is a comedy podcast where they read banned books and try to figure out why they were banned in the first place. Hosted by Jennifer and Dan. This season, they're reading Mark Twain's classic Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, one chapter at a time, out loud, uh, with accompanying discussion. Um, if you think banning books will lead to a not-so-great future like we do, then Bandcamp is for you. Whether you're like Jennifer, curious to read the book for the first time, or like Dan, and a little too lazy to read it yourself. If you like your reading without all that pesky reading, uh, then you'll love Bandcamp. You can find them wherever you get your audio podcasts from. And again, they are audio only, so don't don't go looking for them uh, on the YouTubes. They're not there at all. Uh, uh, no, Mark, Mark, get back down. Go back down. You're not on Bandcamp. Get down. <laughs> and uh, I've still got the Thick in the Crotch banner going for them, so that I'm sure is wonderful. I'm sure they'll love that. New episodes <laughs> drop Tuesdays and Thursdays. This is why people don't partner with us very often. It's because... <laughs> Because I'm not good at it, that's why. <laughs> but again, Bandcamp, every Tuesday and Thursday, I have listened to to several episodes. It is a fine show, uh, and they 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 really do a great job with it. Uh, so if if you're looking for something to listen to, this is where this is this is what you want to try. Hang on, I'm flossing. Matt Rubin asks, uh, Huckleberry Finn was banned? Uh, yeah, Huckleberry Finn has been banned yeah. a number of times over the years for each reason dumber than the last. Yeah. Um, but then he joined the Judgment Day, so it's all good now. Then he, then it was fine. Then he was okay, yeah. But um, So again, that is Band Camp. That is Band with Two Ends. Uh, anywhere where you get your podcasts. Uh, let's, like, we're going to skip what we got in because we're already running super long. Uh, 
Troy, <laughs> shout it out. <laughs> well, shout out to uh, to Johnny Kooks uh, and uh, the original Johnny Kooks. Is that the one with the monkey? Is that the one with the monkey? Correct. <laughs> and to Ben and Mark at Skeletron um, and everybody, everybody that's contributed to that project because that that's cutting fantastic. That's come along fantastically. Yeah, absolutely. Have one more round of applause uh, for the Skeletron project as it stands yep. and the stuff that they've put out so far. Absolutely wonderful. Keep going, Troy. Sorry. Uh, that's that's all my shout outs. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all your okay. We're giving we're giving out applause and Troy's I, done. I am a notorious lightweight, and I have been drinking bourbon here tonight. So that is Ooh. that is as much as you're getting. <laughs> That'll be a good show. He's trying to keep it coherent. Correct, <laughs> Rob. Shout it out. All right, shout out to our own Honcho, Mark Weber on the new job. I appreciate that. Shout out to the boy joining us in the uh, in the in the comments tonight. He's and of he's course shout out to everyone on. Yeah. Waxing poetic on the original Johnny Kooks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, shout out to the studio audience. And uh, yeah, go out and read Duke number two. It's fantastic. Yeah, we'll be talking about it next week. We 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 uh, we try to leave a little space so we don't go with with spoilers. Uh, and and uh, but Rob and and Joe Joe Slepsky especially will be digging deep into. Um, the, the Void Rivals slash Energon universe, Transformers, G.I. Joe, etc. Uh, next week. Or they won't come back. Right. Oh, wait, that's me. Mm. Who else we got, Rob? Ah, uh, that's it. All right, Mark Weber, shout it out. I mean, I, I'll shout out Thraxime Rob for shouting me out. Appreciate that. And for, and for being... Shoutception. Right? No. Hey, I thought there was no shoutbacks. Uh... And for being a teacher, because I tried that, and that's really hard. Um, <laughs> so, only Tuesday. I know, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, to you know, I'm gonna, let's keep it focused on me because the spotlight is so rare. Right. Um, and for everybody who said something nice or who who understands how much this opportunity means to me, really appreciate that. And I wasn't, I wasn't sure there was much toy career left, and so. Get, getting able, like I said, to climb back into the treehouse, it's really something. So this was a big week for me, and I really appreciate it. And the support of lots of other people made it even more special. So uh, I appreciate that. Thanks a lot. That's it. Just me. All right. Just, just you. All just right. me. Just me. You be that way. Yeah. I'm going to bring the house down for just a second give a shout-out. Um. Our old friend Scott McAllister uh, left us this week. And uh, that's all on my Facebook page. You can read about it there. Um, shout out to you, Troy. Thanks for joining us tonight. Absolutely. Back time, Rob. To, to the honcho Mark Weber on his new gig. Right. You can, call me, you can call me operations manager. <laughs> uh, I, I, we're just going to stick with Honcho. That's fine. I like Honcho. I'll be back. Right. I got a big head. Let's be honest. I have a big head every week. Uh, but I'll be off my own uh, self-propelled ego trip next week and back to normal. Right. I mean, like, I'm not on the payroll. So, yeah, you know, that nothing's going to change in that regard. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm not in charge of anything here. <laughs> 
But um, wow, I'm tired. This was a long week. Right, and we went late. And we did, you know, we did. We're keeping everybody up on school nights. Remember before the show when we said, "Let's go late and see how drunk Troy gets." <laughs> it worked. We had to do this for the summer. I'm just, right, I'm we just were, saying, been, I had more time to work on it here. Right. We've we've been planning that since Sunday. Yeah, and before you people get judgy out there, you try spending two hours with us without drinking and see what happens. Uh, it, it's yeah. difficult. I I I tried and it didn't work out so hot. I don't blame you. But uh, granted, I was just doing cherry Coke Zero, but that's it's still a mixed drink. Right. It's, it's right. Close enough. Uh, shout out to everybody watching us at home live. We appreciate you. If you're catching us on replay, we appreciate you too. Make sure you do all those cool Facebook things where you give us a heart or a thumbs up or a little huggy guy. Uh, we do love little huggy guy. Um, if you're catching us, my voice is starting to go. If you're catching us on the YouTube, uh, make sure you give us a thumbs up. Like, no, thumbs up is over there. Like mm -hmm. the video, subscribe to the channel. If you want to hit that little bell thing too, and, and get notified when we put stuff up, which is every Tuesday, uh, we don't bother you with too much else because you don't watch anything else when we put that stuff up. Yeah. Uh, so right now we're just going to go with Tuesdays. Uh, <laughs> but as I guilt the audience, right. but uh, be sure to do Guilt's all that cool. You seem to work. Do all that cool YouTube stuff. Uh, leave us a comment down below in the big boy comments. If you have a couple of bucks laying around, uh, be sure to hit up our coffee account. Get your, get your name in the credits. Uh, if you already got your name in the credits, let me know how you want me to put up your silly nickname because I'm really stretching on some of those. Like we're not going to do better than Martin Day and the Time. But some of those other ones I'm really hurting for because I don't know all of you guys. So if you got if you got a better idea for what how you want your name in the credits, let me know. Uh, that uh, that email again, that's that's uh, what's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. Just to um, let you know, Martin Day, that one's staying though. Yeah, 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 I'm not changing that. You you yeah. better come up with something really good if you're gonna talk me off of Martin Day and the time. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I jungle love it. <laughs> but um oh we oh we oh I ain't that tired but <laughs> I think that's it good lord I'm tired it's time to go to bed folks uh for my my special guest Troy McKee uh, for my co-host rack time Rob Irizarry and the hot show Mark Weber I'm your host Mike Irizarry thanks for joining us here for this episode of what's on Joe mine remember we'll be back next Tuesday at 9.05 here on the Superstation. Joe Slepsky will be our very special guest. We'll be talking a lot of comics next week. Tune uh, in so anyway. make, Right? <laughs> uh, tune in regardless, uh, despite the fact that both Racktime Rob and Joe Slepsky will be here. Um, and until then, have a great rest of the week. Yo, Joe. Bye, everybody. Pump fake. Beer. <laughs>